the fucking the naked chicken chalupa it's a chicken that's a it's a it's a it's a, i don't even know what is it? it's a taco fucking shell stupid it's, it's great. very it, yes yes it's such a bad idea but it's delicious oh, really i love fast america's great america is great um yeah okay. i'm not saying it's good but it's great all right, so you're not saying that America is good. You're saying that America, no, America is great. America is dog shit, but it's it's like great in a Nietzschean sense. You know? Okay, so do you think that Trump's entire idea was make America great in a Nietzschean sense again? <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, All right, cool. America's powerful. America fucking bombs some shit. Is that a good thing? Literally, in the literal it. sense of what great means, it means large and big and stomping around, right? When, when, yeah, and, and like, wh- which case, fuck. Right, in which case America never stopped being great. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. I don't know how much of the Wendy's talk we put in, because I was vaping through it thinking that it wasn't going to be in the show. So, probably won't. I don't know. We'll see. What'd you get from Wendy's? <laughs> I got uh, the. Welcome I got, to wrestling is gross. I got a, I got a loaded potato, like loaded baked potato. All right, load the, that uh, shit up. The fucking uh, jalapeno, spicy jalapeno popper chicken sandwich. And okay, okay. The fucking uh, pretzel bun. <laughs> you did get the pretzel bun. Pretzel bun, powerful, dude. Pretzel You're out of your sandwich. mind. You're out of your mind. Dude, I don't know. There's a place that you like, that, like runs out of a fucking uh, skating rink in Havertown. I always fucking get you get the pretzel bun there. Get the pretzel bun, yeah. I've had a pretzel bun burger in my life. I have. I I don't know. Maybe I I never had the Wendy's one. Like I said, Wendy's here is packed since since the beginning of the pandemic, and it's it's right next to the Target. So it's like that's a it's between the Target and the Barnes and Noble. You get all the fucking people going to the Wendy's. Sucks, pretzel bun. Is uh all right, recommended. You give it. Four, I recommend it. Yeah. Four and a quarter. Or you going higher? I go like a four, but that's still pretty good. Okay. Sounds like fucking dog shit. Just four. Just a four. <laughs> I mean, th- this this is just an eight out of ten. You tell me, just an eight out of ten. Sounds like it sucks ass to me. Yeah, this motherfucker uh, Dave has distended everything. With yeah, no, it's, it's, it's everything. Ass <laughs> that was the big thing with um. 
the there was like a video game that came, that came out and had re- like the the reviews were out and it was all like Metacritic eighty one out of a hundred and it was like oh it sounds like shit because it's yeah. like you know if anything doesn't get over ninety now it's like it's dog shit it means nothing people can move on. Um, In fairness, usually that means we. I mean, it just usually means that the uh, studio didn't like pay them enough. Which, yeah. You know, well, yeah, or you know, or you know, it's it's marketed the wrong way or whatever. I mean, you know, games. Some games are eight out of ten. Some games are seven out of tens. Some like you know, a, a a good seven out of ten movie sometimes is what you need. You know, a good seven out of ten match. Absolutely. You know, sometimes you want a three and a quarter. You want a you want a a, a Rodney Mac match. You know, a good Rodney sometimes, Mac. Sometimes I just want to see like a bad movie because. Sometimes you want to see a bad movie because you got to have a scale. You got to see both yeah. ends so you remember what the good side is and the bad side is. Because if you only watch good shit, then you'll never know actually if anything is bad. Like you're, Ripley's you're... Game, starring uh, John Malkovich, sure, as John as John Ripley or whatever, or Tom Ripley. Tom Ripley, yeah. No, all was good. I never it saw it. Good. I never saw it. I've only seen the the Damon one, which I think is quite a film. I'll uh, watch. I haven't seen it. It's and, cool. Uh, it's very gay and sexy. It's cool. <laughs> if you combine it and Meet Joe Black, which I used to is constantly confuse, that's a solid like seven hours of film. Uh, Towns Mr. Mr. Ripley is like two and a quarter. It's like it's not that long. It's pretty long though. But yeah, Meet Joe Black is a legit three hours. Never seen it. Um, welcome to Wrestling is Gross, a wrestling podcast about wrestling. Uh, 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 make America. Great again. Should that be the title of this episode? Do you think that would be a funny thing to do? No. <laughs> <laughs> just a thought I had. Just a thought I had. I think we got. I think we just got to call it "Stealing Valor." Stealing Valor. Yeah. Because I've got, you yeah. know, this is about one of our. Fa- this episode is uh, <laughs> about one of our favorite Valor thefts. Uh, Valor thieves. He's arguably. I mean, for me, I think he's a number one. I think so. I agree. I, I mean, agree. I love this fucking guy. I love him too. How many other, like, Valor Thieves have uh, fucking... Have ascended to such ranks. Yeah, fucking bled. Uh, We're talking about... What's his name? Say his name. Sergeant Slaughter. Bob Remus. Bob Remus. I wanted you to say Bob Remus. I kind of thought you wanted me to say Bob Remus. (laughs) Bob Remus. Robert Remus. Robert Remus. Um, okay... Let's see here. Everything's recording. We're all going good. Make sure everything's good. I'm trying to make sure I got enough space in this damn computer. I got a new computer, and I'm going to slowly migrate the show over to recording on there. But I've got all the levels set on here. It's a nightmare. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't even know where to begin. Um, don't check the levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sergeant Slaughter is a guy that when I was a kid. Um, Sergeant Slaughter for me predominantly was the heel. You know, I I, I remember renting uh, VHSs at the the Blockbuster or whatever. You know, whatever smaller video store it was. We I think we were we lived near a Blockbuster for as long as I could remember. So that was where we went. You know, mom and pop video stores were already kind of going away by the time like I was like five, like ninety four, right? Um, at least in the town I lived in, and so it was a lot of Blockbuster and a lot of uh, you know, Royal Rumble 91 kind of stuff. Like, there was, like, that era of tapes. So I remember seeing uh, Sergeant Slaughter win, beat the Ultimate Warrior. And, I, like, I I don't know how it happened, but I sort of became a huge fan of Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man just through, like, 
renting tapes and having no sense of time, no sense of when anything happened. Yeah. I really had no idea. Like you could have told me that this happened before this. And like, I'd seen, I like I'd seen Hogan beat Sheik, Right. And I like, I don't know if I ever even like recognized that that was the beginning of it all, you know? Um, but like savage heel turn and all that, like it all, it, it was all a big mush to me. Every bit of yeah. it. But Sergeant Slaughter in that mush only existed post Hulkamania. So I'd never, like, you, you get those Coliseum tapes, and Sergeant Slaughter versus uh, Iron Sheik is not on those tapes, you know? They're not putting that on the Coliseum tape. Um, I don't know why they're not, but they weren't, you know? So I never saw any of that stuff until much later on. For me, Sergeant Slaughter was the heel guy, um, and then he was the guy who came in and DX, like, told him to suck it. You know, <laughs> do you have a, a relationship with Sergeant Slaughter? I always just thought of him as like guy who was extremely pro wrestling. Like I kind of sure. Like it was just like yeah, this is the dude. It's like you talk about like pro wrestling ass men, Sergeant Slaughter. And, we, and I keep saying I say this a lot, but I'm like one of my favorite things are do are, are dudes and things and like just general concepts that are the most pro wrestling. And this is like fake marine who like is just like a fat balding old man with a mustache damn dude that's fucking sick gay-ass marine he's a gay-ass marine my mic was muted um no he is a gay-ass marine and that's like that's kind of the the best thing about this and our the gayest match is the first match but uh what is sergeant slaughter's deal where did he come from do you know what his like early career as a wrestler is he's not a veteran right because we're all right so here's the deal we just recorded episode 58 this is episode 58 of wrestling is gross we just recorded episode 60 ish the other day um and it's going with that officially all right yeah because we have to because this because we have to get this out before july 4th and then we have to get the next episode out on the exact date which is the sixth and i'm sorry that it has to be this way but it has to be this way and then we'll figure it out from there I typed Robert Remus in. I could have just typed Sergeant Slaughter, but I typed Robert Remus. Robert Rudolph Remus, Triple R. Uh, why do we need to get it out on the sixth? Why not the seventh? I don't know. What day is the fucking? What day was the show? It was July seventh, nineteen ninety-six. Was it seven? All right. Well, I don't know. I just kind of. I've, I, hey, look! I looked this shit up like once, and I was like, oh shit. I don't yeah. know. All so, right. On the seventh. Started in AWA. <laughs> Well, they don't have shit for footage from them. Yeah, AWA, there is, like... shit for footage, like, ever for AWA, really. Well, there's, like, scattered stuff. You can see, like, you know, uh, the Bruiser and the Crusher work in the 70s, like, twi- Like, there's a couple of matches out there that were just on film, you know? Um, that, some of that stuff does exist. Now, do, we covered a, a, a slaughter match at one point in AWA in the 80s, right? Yeah, it so, was him and uh, Crusher Blackwell versus... General Adnan, King Tonga, and the Masked Superstar. Yeah, two of those people are going to come up. Well, one of these one of those people is actually going to come up. The other one I'm just going to bring up in my own interpretation of events <laughs> because I have to talk about Jerry Blackwell. If I'm going to talk about Otto Vons, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. We got to so, fucking you know weigh the scales. Pun in, not intended. So yeah, yeah, right. Um, the Super Destroyer Mark II is that a, is that a like, was he a star? Was he a guy? He said, it says, with manager Lord Alfred Hayes, which I've never seen Alfred Hayes as a personality. I only know him as m- one of my least favorite, you know, WBF commentators from the Titan era, right? 
Yeah, he's what not you... a great announcer also. Yeah, I'm not he's a fan star... of Alfred. He also sexually harassed Roddy Piper. Yeah, that's a crazy story. Uh, we should talk about that at some point. We, we gotta we gotta find a good reason to talk about that, <laughs> or do like a live react video to the to Piper saying it on that timeline. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just like I, I mean, there's nothing. There's just... nothing on him. He just he just kind of like floated around and it says he was like successful and he was managed by Hayes. And... I think yeah. I, I don't think he became a guy until eighty one, eighty eighty one, and when. Fucking Vince was like, God damn, pal. You're the Marines? You look like one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. And he was like, all right, man. Sure. But he, did, he wasn't in the Marines. It just says that he attended Eden Prairie High School in Eden Prairie, Michigan, uh, where he wrestled and played football. And then it's just like nothing. Yeah, everyone that's at the, that Tim school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. – yeah, that's where – <laughs> that's what you do if you've got a body type like this. Um, but then, yeah, he's in WWF or WWF, right? At this point, still, right? Until when, right? Until 83 or something? Uh, 80, 81, and then he comes back in 83. Okay, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I was saying the, the yeah. name. It says WWF here, but this is not. It's the three W's. Um, and then 83, he comes back later on. Um, no, that, so it's a weird career. I, I, when did he debut? Does it, it says he debuted in, like... 73. 73, and there's just nothing on him. Trained by Vern. You don't... I mean, I was, I tried to find some of the All Japan footage. He's in All Japan it. in the 70s? Yeah. Well, when? When? Like, what years? Do you have anything on that? 75. 75? So, like, Killer Carl Cox and Bob Remus are hanging out, in yes, theory. Liter- I mean, literally. On the same tour, right? I mean, it would oh, have to be. I mean, literally, because he's teaming with the spirit. Killer yeah, Carl okay, Cox. yeah, all right, yeah, that's great. What's his gimmick? What's Is he Super Destroyer? He's just, he's just Bob Remus. He's just Bob Remus. Bob Remus goes to Japan. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, he, Bob Remus. <laughs> facing off with Anton Gisink and fucking other weirdos. That's weird, yeah, all Bob, right. He's wrestling Bob. Sure, Bob, he, I mean, yeah, he's wrestling the guys, the, the guys that are there in 75. Yeah, Young Jumbo, you know. Dory? Oh. He's mixing it up. Man, uh, they don't put the uh, white guys against each other, huh? Let's see here. So he feuded he feuded with um, Backland early on, right? Yeah. And uh, and they have a cage match in, like, 83. They, like, they go back and forth, and they feud a couple of times, I think. Um, and I've seen a match between them that's really good. But yeah, Slaughter. It, it really seems like he's uh, he just kind of came about, and Vince like stuck him with this gimmick. I don't. I, I really don't know how he got the role. Is there anything on it? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing we should have looked up. I think he just told Vince. Yeah, I was in the Marines. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and Vince fought. That's sick. Yeah. Well, it's, I found an article, uh, The True Story of Sergeant Slaughter's Stolen Valor. This is from Mel Magazine. Is kayfabe still kayfabe when the lie bleeds over into the wrestler's personal life? It probably won't surprise you. I'm just going to read this whole fucking thing. Is that okay? <laughs> It probably won't surprise you to learn that Sergeant Slaughter, well, Robert Remus, the man behind the wrestling gimmick, never served in the military. After it all, it is just a wrestling gimmick, right? Well, yes and yeah, no. Mostly yes. <laughs> yeah, don't be a pussy. It's cool. Yeah, I guess he got. I guess he came under fire. Um, 
Yeah, he, he, in, in a 2015 interview uh, with KML Radio, for example, the interview called with him a genuine veteran who had military experience. Slaughter then replied, I didn't even think about using that character when he first broke into wrestling instead of having an epiphany watching 1957's Jack Webb vehicle, the DI on television. This is a boring fucking article. Um, so, yeah, basically, I guess people did kind of start going after him for it, right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's weird because it is just like... Yeah, he was just down to just yeah. This is like, all right. He he uh, he obviously goes on after he leaves the WWF in eighty four eighty five. He goes on to be a part of the GI Joe crew, right? Yeah, and I guess the, I don't know the famous real life uh, hero. Yeah, GI Joe. Yeah, right. So I don't know. This is a very long article that I think is probably actually very interesting because it's talking about a lot of deep stuff. It seems like they actually did their research, even if they write like a, an asshole. Um, but yeah, it's a weird career. It's a weird career because it seems like he's like already. F- How old is he when he breaks in? Right, like to the to the, to the WWF, he is like thirty three. Yeah, but he looks like he's fucking forty five. Yeah, but he's looked basically the same since then. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Like I met him, you know, I met him at a minor league baseball game, and he is he's still got the exact same sort of build to him, and he moves pretty well, and he. Has the, you know, I don't know if he's using a little color in his mustache, but his mustache looks about the same, you know? Um, surely he is, right? You can't maintain a... I mean, I don't, yeah, but, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh, yeah. Of, for the of, gimmick. Oh, no, 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 of course. And also just for your dignity. Hey, dye your shit. I don't give a shit. Do whatever makes you feel good. Do what makes you happy. You know? This Ch- is America. Yeah, yeah, this is America. Yeah, you're, you're allowed to do whatever you like with your appearance, and as long as it makes you happy, then I'm all for it. Um... He's uh, this country has no dignity. We can't. <laughs> I can't ask this man to have to pretend to have quote unquote dignity yeah, yeah. by not dying his fucking shit. Yeah, make yourself look nice, man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the Grand Wizard. Can we talk about the Grand Wizard? Let's talk. I guess we'll go in the first match, right? Um, I don't have. No, I do have the date. This is from uh, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation from April twenty first, nineteen eighty one. Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter versus one Pat Patterson. Patrick Patter- Patrick Patterson? Is that- uh, <laughs> Probably Pierre not. Clement. Pierre Clement. Patrick Patterson. That's an Irish character. Pa- I don't know where he was like, yeah, fucking Pat Patterson. <laughs> he was like, oh, they, we don't like French. We like Irish in New York. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Patterson. Uh, he no. was raised Roman Catholic and was an altar boy. He re- expressed an interest in be- to become a priest, and, and, it's, and it expressed an interest to a priest in becoming one himself, but was advised it would not have worked because he was too adventurous. Okay. <laughs> That's about Pat, and you know what? We're going to roll that in the carpet and throw that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Pat is, um, I guess, the f- most famous openly gay wrestler of all time, right? Yeah. I mean, it has to be noted right at the beginning before we get into this weird fetish fight they have. <laughs> Man. This is one of the horniest no. matches. I just want to say on the top, one yeah. of the, this is one of the horniest matches I've ever seen in my life. It's all whipping and feet and tearing off clothes. <laughs> this is up there with Parat and Comp for uh, the gayest thing we've done on this show. <laughs> did you? Did you? Were you feeling it? I get. It. I feel it. Yeah. Pat Patterson, who we also have no footage on. Like, I mean, you know, again, little... None of, for the record, I'm looking at 
uh, Leaf uh, Wikipedia category LGBT pro wrestlers. I have a. It's like all these. All, all <laughs> I got that these, bookmarked. I think all these, almost all of these white women. Nah, I'm, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Yeah. You you kissed a girl in in like a junior high school. No, I, that's no, that's totally valid. No, sorry, that's that's me being mean. Uh, that's you being mean. We're being mean. Stop it. We should both stop this right now. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. you know, no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, Pat Patterson. I just don't trust white women. I don't trust myself. You <laughs> fair know? enough. Fair enough. Uh, Pat Pat Patterson, gayest wrestler. No, not the gay. Maybe not the gayest wrestler. Most famous gay wrestler. Yeah. Let's let's not. <laughs> Come on. Uh, this is a big match. Arguably the most famous Sergeant Slaughter match, I think. Uh, I think so, yeah. Just because I think the legend of Pat Patterson and this kind of being his biggest match of all time, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Pat's most famous match. Yeah, and, you know, him, you know, obviously Pat was like, he debuted in like 1958 or some shit, you know, and he like toured Japan and went to Australia and went, did all the fucking things. And he was a fucking, you know, he's a guy and there's no footage of it. Really. There's little bits and pieces that you can see. And if you yeah. watch them, they're all cool. Like he's a good dude. He seems like a fucking cool wrestler. Um, but we don't have like much of it. So no, but no, you know, no, I, you don't shit. and we're going to touch on Pat Patterson again in the, of course the hardcore. Talk. We're going to have to talk about <laughs> old ass man, Pat. Yeah. Know? We talk about the evening gown match. Of course, Pat Patterson versus Gerald Briscoe, which I'm very excited about. I know. Uh, you know. You know. I'm excited about that. Uh, no, I'm. I'm. I'm with you on this journey. Oh, we're uh, a lot. But you and I and a bunch of people we know, we're all very excited about that. The uh, the the thing about this is this is like the this is the real Pat Patterson like showcase match of all. Like you see him. There's tags with him and Ray Stevens that you can watch on YouTube where they face you know the the Crusher and the Bruiser or whatever you know like fucking yeah. AWA guys and it's like okay this is cool but like this is like. Uh, this is not that exciting. <laughs> you know, you like watch a 70s AWA tag and you're like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Like, I like this. This is like on 16 millimeter film and I'm like digging it and it's like the crowd's cool and all the guys look insane. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the fucking work isn't that interesting. Like, you know, I don't know. They, they, it was cool at the time. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how much of, we don't know what half Ray Stevens was actually good again. You know, nobody actually knows if this, <laughs> We just go so on we, people's we reputation. Have no clue. We just, yeah. just like the argument says he was good. That's like, oh, all right, yeah. Man. I mostly believe it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Pat's clearly I good. Mean, Pat says he learned everything from Ray. That's true. This match shows that Ray was probably fucking good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think this is more famous for for Sarge. I think this is more famous than the Sheik match. I think the Sheik match is like weirdly not that famous that we're going to cover uh, towards the in the second half of this. Um, in the third half of this. <laughs> Three halves, folks. We're going long. Um, I mean, that's just the power we have. Yeah, we can. can It's Sarge. Here's the thing. That's what I was going to say. Is we we did a second episode on a guy that probably didn't you know deserve two episodes, and he's probably going to get three. We're not going to do more than one Sarge episode because there's not. I think there's there's we got the meat for one, and it's going to be we're we're strapping in. We're going to do it. Yeah, we're if if something else ever comes up. With fucking Sarge, that's cool. Yeah, and you Who know knows, he man. might make an appearance here and there. He's a guy. He's around. He's done stuff. But we're covering all of the. I think you know we're covering the two biggest hits, and then I, you know I think the third. They're covering the four, the three biggest hits, and I think the, you know, the other two are important too. Um, 
This is, uh, I think, the big one, though, weirdly, just because it is it is so iconic for the imagery and Pat and the, like, outfit, the tuck. The, it's the T-shirt that says, I heart New York, right? Yeah. Um, he's got the cowboy boots with the, you know, the fucking boot-cut jeans or whatever. Um, he's got his T-shirt is tucked in, and he's a little puffed up, right? Yeah. He looks like a little bit puffed up. He's got a little, you know. <laughs> like, he's been working out, but he's been, like, working out a lot. Yeah. Like more than he should at his age, right? Um, yeah, my man. This this is a forty year old man who's been wrestling for twenty three years now. He's I was gonna like, ask. He's forty. Okay, he's forty, right? I was just clicking his name. But he, he's like he's like an older forty because. Oh know. yeah, he had the years on him. He, he had road uh, city miles, a lot of road years on him. Yeah, absolutely. This is like say city miles, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's yeah he's here playing the world's gayest tourist, and that's cool. Um, and they start out big, big, uh, big cowboy boot kicks, and the commentator I think is just Vince, right? It's uh, just Vince. Vince it sounds alone. weird because the audio is not great, but you're like, it's Whoa, not uh, Vince. Yeah, yeah, you know he's doing his thing. Uh, Vince is a weird guy. I don't know. We if that's... only hear one usage of what a maneuver during this ma- uh, during this episode. He, does he? I, I didn't hear Vince. it. I yeah, it's gorilla. I'll tell you. No, no. Well, weird. All right. Well, I'll look forward to that. Um, Slaughter uh, goes on offense like pretty early here, and I'm not really sure. I wasn't sure who the fucking face was here, to be honest. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see the wizard come out at the beginning, so I wasn't really. Yeah. I couldn't really remember. But it's. It. It seems at, at first because Pat removes his belt. Um, I guess Slaughter goes on offense briefly, misses a punch, and somehow punches the ring post from inside the ring. Which is yeah. like, we really went for it, you know? <laughs> hey, real frost punch. Really trying to do it. Uh, Pat, Pat moves, removes his belt and whips Slaughter with it. He chokes him, you know, it's like a bunch of st- a bunch of gay shit, you know. Um, it's like, I, I was like, immediately, was like, this is, was this, this came out, like, at, the, c- Cruising came out before this, right? Um, and I looked it up, and Cruising, sure enough, came out well before this, this match happened. Um, but yeah, both these guys look completely unlike a guy you'd see in a fucking wrestling ring these days, right? Um, yeah, we, like, we, I don't fucking, no, we just want to see every, all of the various Johnny Garganos, you know? We talked about it recently, but... We'll talk about it in the like future. <laughs> but it's just, yeah. In the retro you know, future. Either that, or like, I don't know. Just, just yeah, there's like, only a few like, body like, types. These just look like dudes who would get into a bar fight. Like, who the fucker is around who get, looks like a guy who gets into a bar fight anymore? Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, Pat Which had a good body. Insane, in, insane. Yeah, Pat had a good body in the '60s, right? You, you can see it. I've seen it in the yeah like a, a, some some of those matches. He looks incredible, but you know, like at this point, these guys are just like these are like old fucking beer beer gut guys, kind of. Uh, even though Slaughter's like 33, he looks like he's got a lot more years on him than that for sure. Too. Yeah, he's like a functional strength guy, but he looks like he's he looks like a dad. Functional strength, nice. Uh, yeah, he's got. He looks like Major Dad. Yeah, yeah, he looks like Gerald McGraney. I mean, nobody nobody complains that sure. he stole Valor. He fucking <laughs> did. I bet that motherfucker has absolutely gotten meals off at fucking Cracker Barrel or some shit <laughs> on Veterans Day. Yeah, he walks in and he says, dad. I'm, I'm like, fuck, hell yeah, man. I'm George Hurst. I'm, I, I'm the reason Cracker Barrel exists in the first place. 
Uh, yeah. Sw- I gave those crackers a. I was the one who invested in those crackers to get them that barrel in the first damn place. <laughs> Whoa! It's a. Oh, it's a barrel of crackers. Is that right? A bunch of white people like setting up shop in a. Okay. Um, it's it's a convoluted legacy. Yeah. Let me tell you. Is is it is that what it is? They're on native lands, and it's just like they're gonna set up. A, okay. Yeah, I um, I don't know anyone who, in real life who's ever eaten there. Oh except- me! I've been there. Oh, that's great. I, I, uh, <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. The only person I would, I, I'd ever considered, because there's a Cracker Barrel around here, if I'm not mistaken, and I believe the only person I've ever heard mention it was, of course, Tom Holtzerman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. No, I grew up down there, man. Come on, you know. It's, know. it's all right. And my dad, my dad was like, let's go to the Cracker Barrel, you know, because he is, you know, you know what my dad was like. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, he, uh, he is the heel here clearly. Um, but Pat kind of runs this like he's the heel at first. There's a lot of weird stuff in this whole, in in this and another match, uh, later on where Sergeant, and I guess a a couple of these matches, two or three of these matches, Slaughter tends to be a guy who takes a lot of offense. Yeah. He's a, I mean, he's a big dude who can bump like a, like a motherfucker, so I can understand why it makes sense for him to be, to wrestle, like, sort of on the back foot, in theory, even though he's not really. He's still, like, he's, I don't want to say that he's a power bottom, but given the dynamic <laughs> of this match, let's let's just go ahead and do it. Sure. I mean, I, but it's like, I mean, it's, it's a no-holds-barred fucking fight, so it's like, yeah, Pat, like, Pat's got a lot of unchecked aggression. He needs to get out. Sure. Well, he's yeah, he's, he's the semi-reluctant top that's along for the ride. Okay, that's the Pat roll. All right, I'm with you. Uh, these these guys are 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 both giving it to each other for sure. Sarge clotheslines Pat with the belt. Um, Pat's head sort of snaps across it and he crumples to the mat. And the crowd goes like really really quiet. Um, and then Slaughter puts the belt in his mouth. Yeah, uh, because like you know, I, I really don't remember this one being so gay. I don't. I, I I think the last time I saw this match, I I don't know. It was it was a, a long time ago, and a lot of things have happened since then. Yeah, you know, you weren't ready to critically analyze things for podcast where we just like go around yelling gay at things. <laughs> yeah, well, let me, it's that's, gay, my man. I mean, you know, that, that is the thing, and I, it, it, of course, like Pat being Pat. I mean, that's maybe that's it's putting Pat. it is. It's Pat. <laughs> Great sketch. Uh, what's the uh, what was her name? Julia Sweeney. Julia Sweeney. What a I remember once from like an E True Hollywood story about SNL. Her like having like it was like an almost shooter. <laughs> like she was just mad. Like you know, Sandler, Adam Sandler would come up with a song or something. Some smart sketch we had to cut, and it's like, uh-huh. well, well, was Pat, like, fucking pulls their pants down? And <laughs> like, have a cloaca? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Fuck out of here, Pat, Sweeney. Pat, not good. Pat, not not a fan of Pat, personally, <laughs> if I'm being it's completely Pat. honest. I'm not a big fan of Pat. Um, I'm not a big fan Pat of a lot Patterson. of... Pat, good. It's Pat, not so good. Um, yeah. Julia Sweeney seems like a talented individual who probably was good in other sketches. I don't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, Sarge is a, he is a motherfucker. He rips off the T, the I love NYC or whatever it says, the T. This motherfucker does not love New York. No, yeah, he doesn't. And he rips it off, exposes Pat's, uh, I guess I'll say unique physique. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> exposing his chest, uh, mid forties. You know, I guess he looks pretty good. I but then he like he like uh, he like st- he's like it's a, it starts as a ripped up t shirt, and he's like choking him with it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, go ahead and stuff it in his mouth and you know finger his little asshole you dirty old mother mustache wearing motherfucker like you know and then pa- pat counters the ripped t-shirt choke by like running and dropping and sends Char- sarge like wildly to the floor um like over the top and that's yeah. the first of we, we're doing five matches here it's the first of the five big over the top pumps he does one he, of these matches he can't do a fucking well he can't do one to the floor at least yeah there's a yeah yeah, um, he still does one. I'm still counting one late in that match. We'll oh talk no, about you're it. right. Yeah, um, yeah. Sarge uh, he climbs up. He goes for some kind of flying kick of some kind. I don't know. Pat moves, and then they both just kind of fall over. There's a lot of that stuff in uh, in like '81 WWF where a guy like climbs to the top rope and he just like sort of goes oh, and then like nothing happens. <laughs> like old in the in the late '70s, early '80s, people were like, all right, let's climb the ropes and jump off this shit, and then it, like yeah. up. At least a quarter of the time, it'd be like, I guess I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> uh, they saw Tiger Mask do it, and they thought, yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah, I guess I, I was just some midget. Yeah. I'm cool. It's weird up here. It's hard to stand, and I guess I'm going to just get down now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which he does. Like, it, Slaughter does that in another match, too, I think. Um, and maybe it's this one. Fuck. He, uh, so yeah, they, they, these guys are both, like, beat to shit really early on. They're both clearly pretty messed up um they seem like old guys who are in over their heads even though sarge is supposed to be like a top heel i think the idea is that patterson is like an old guy right yeah he's sort of semi-retired isn't that kind of the deal i i I think this is like you know the sense of it's like this is going to be his last big run Mm -hmm. you know changing the guard going on and so forth yeah well he had he had won the tournament in rio de janeiro of course and then after that, I guess it kind of just sort of slowed down for him. And yeah, he kind of just... And then he's sort of semi-retired, and he wrestles a couple times in, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Madison Square Garden. He'll wrestle somebody, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's around. But he's he's a... This is kind of it for him. Until... Yeah, this is his last hurrah. Yeah, until, you know, the Stooge era, which is cool, you know? Um, and it's a nice little... Uh, exclamation point on a, on a career that s- seems like it was good. I don't know. <laughs> Again, like we'll you, find out one day, hopefully. And the answer is we won't, but yeah, you know, when if they give no evidence otherwise. Yeah. Bad. I guess, you know, that's fine. That's, you know, not everything was supposed to be documented. It's weird that everything is now. Uh, <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, yeah. Patterson scoop and a slam second rope knee drop, which I believe his rough Levi denim adds like plus one damage to, uh, yeah. he, he slams him again, goes for another, continues the knee-based, like, sort of targeted at the head and neck. The offense is, like, you know, again, not a guy we have a lot of footage on, but he seems like he understands how compelling it can be for a guy to focus on, like, certain strengths and certain rhythms. And, you know, he's doing, uh, he's got, like, a series of things here he does that doesn't feel choreographed or, like, s- super orchestrated. It's just, like... I know what I'm doing, and I'm going to do it. And these are, I'm going to oh, smash so my knee so. in your neck a bunch of times. Just see, I will do that. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he's a fighter. Like, he knows, like, what does a fucking great fighter do? They know how to fucking hone in on a thing and use their strengths to 
attack that thing. And yeah. Patterson seems like a guy who knows how he does how to do that. Um, they bite each other some because of course these old fucking queens are going to bite each other. Um, the WWWF ring has a you know aesthetically, um, especially after they start bleeding, which happens here in a second. Um, it looks a lot like Ian Rotten's ring in like O two. Oh yeah, man! This is a piece of shit, dirty ass ring. And like the it's ropes great. are kind of loose. Like I mean, oh, yeah. the ropes I mean, were always kind of loose back then. For years, yeah, the ropes were always kind of loose back then. But you look at these ropes compared to like, you know, George's ropes. These look like bank ropes. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Compared to like George's ropes, or you know, you know, like uh, like uh, Watts's, you know, in mid south, like those ropes are tight as fuck. You know, like yeah, he wanted his guys to hurt every time they hit the ropes. Like that was part of the deal. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's weird. It's a weird looking, aesthetically, it's a gross place. And MSG, you know, New York in the seventies and eighties, just, it's hell, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good vibe. Um, such a dirty ass fucking, you know, Serpico looking shit. That's, you know, that's really the appeal of those like San Martino, like Billy Graham matches is that's like in the heat. Like you can watch those matches and it's like. Son of Sam is out there killing people. And <laughs> yeah. you're watching San Martino and fucking Billy Graham double juice, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's sick, you know? It's cool. It's 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 good vibes for, for that whole, like, era. And I love to watch that stuff, even if some of it isn't that good. It's just got a whole feel to it. And this is absolutely... I mean, this, this, is, the yeah, ta- like, this is the tail end of that, maybe. But, not you know. to give the Arkers credit. They don't deserve shit. But it's like, you know... Debbie Harry's out here watching his matches and shit. That's like fucking. This fucking feel. This is like. Crazy. Well, that's how it happened, right? That's how we. That's how we got to to from you know from point A to point B to now to point fucking you know H or whatever the fuck we're at. Yeah, it's like, like this whole this this feels like real. It feels fucking even though it's like some of the most cartoonish shit. It doesn't. It doesn't. It feels like. The people there don't like, give a fuck. How it's skeevy. It it's skeevy. Like it's yeah. it's like a, like cartoons in the seventies, Ralph Bakshi or whatever. Like even that shit was gross back then. You know, everything yeah. had a sort of film on it, some sort of gross fucking <laughs> layer of fucking grime on it, and that's kind of that's why Star Wars One is good. You know, because it's fucking dirty. Like it's the it's, the, it's a good. It's a nice feet. It's a nice aesthetic. It's nice to look back at. Um, Sarge climbs up and he, yeah, he goes, he looks like he's going to go for that flying plancha. You saw that where pass yeah. on the floor. And then he's just like, he likes, he like decides not to do it because he forgot it was in like 1981. So he just gets, <laughs> he just gets down and then they get to, there's, the, I think there's <clears> a lot of commentary from Vince. It's like, that could lose him the match or something, which is really like, Hey, don't be, don't be a buzzkill Vince. I mean, it, I'm good at top if he wants <laughs> It could lose him his legs. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's not going to go good for him. Um, the 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 big the big uh, spot in this match that I uh, my favorite my fa- probably my favorite moment is this this moment here uh, where he gets taken down one way or another. I'm not really sure, but he gets slingshotted into the post, and we see Sarge get slingshotted into either the buckle or a cage or the post in I think all five of these matches. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it seems like a signature Sarge bump. He would just tell somebody to slingshot him. And it's a great spot, and I love it. Nobody ever does it anymore, and it makes me sad. It's uh, it's the best. So, uh, were you expecting the blood off of this spot? Mm, 
it makes enough sense. You okay, know. so you didn't see him uh, fiddling with the blade as he was down and having his legs squeezed and right. <laughs> oh, I was watching for it. I knew it was coming. I knew it was fucking coming because he does this. Sarge does this on a lot of posts and like uh, he loves the slingshot just, yeah. like, just like Sean did. Sean would blade during the slingshot remember that was the big sean thing was that he got slingshot in the post one time and he bladed in midair and that was the legend (laughs) 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 that's a real fucking thing that like went around and i have no idea if it's true or not uh but i fucking believe it um sarge is fiddling with the blade he hits the post and then as he's falling backwards he's cutting himself and it's brilliant and if you Rewind it a couple of times, and you watch the artistry there. It's really good. He tosses it out. It's fucking beautiful. Um, he is the best. <laughs> he is the fucking best wrestler. He's like top ten for me, Sergeant Slaughter. And it, you know, he doesn't even have this long of a run. It's just like these iconic things and what he does in them. And he's just and he's so. Uh, all right, I said top ten, top twenty-five. Sorry, let me not get too crazy. He's he's just so nasty as a heel. Yeah. Um he's obviously he's really good as a face. We'll talk about that too, but he's so fucking nasty. Um he, he's gushing like insane. Like it is a an immediate Louis Ramos level. Yeah. <laughs> uh just really disgusting. And then Pat with maybe like a top 10 greatest flurry of punches in garden history. God, I mean Pat's got, you know, he He's got, he can connect with the, left, the left and the right, you know, fucking lost art. Lost art. He's got a good, yeah, he's got the well, angles. Can, I, I, I'm not ready to say the punches are a lost art yet, because I'm not, I'm not 70. But, but the variety. The left and the right. Yeah, it's, the variety, the different angles, uh, you know, different styles of punches. And, uh, and, and Pat also, the thing about this is, the most important, all right, so punches are great. I love punches. Yeah. The most important time to to do your good punches is the second your opponent gets up after cutting themselves. You have to do it then and there and it has to be good and it has to look good and it has to fucking like resonate and the crowd has to be with your rhythm of it and Pat is just incredible here. And this is actually not as good as the one Sarge does later on. Which I think, it, which I, I think is literally the best one ever in history of wrestling. You get, you, you, I mean, even if you don't make contact, you know, obviously they're moving. That's moving the cut around. The, the sweat's starting to get in. Well, sure. Get in, that's making you know everything, and it's perfect. It's like oh fuck. Well, it's fuck. and it's like, and, and obviously if you do it well enough, it, it's like well, that's what the fuck was. You fucking opened his ass up, like like you know. Well, the idea, yeah, is is open it up more, you know? You you see it, and you're like, oh, here we go, and you just start wailing on it, right? Yeah. And, and this one does get cut off. Uh, he cuts him off, Sarge cuts him off uh, with a punch, like, directly to the to the cock. Like, like not a nut shot. Like, he hit him on the top of the fucking dick. Yeah. Um, and, but Sarge is so bloody. He's so bloody. He manages to get brass knuckles on. He kind of, like, clumsily falls over. Um, Sarge is like as bloody as anyone has probably ever been in the garden at this point. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe there's some, there's probably been some monumental blade job in the garden that I just don't know about. Right. I mean, I've seen, I've seen like the Billy Graham. I've seen Dusty Rhodes fucking blade like crazy, you know, I don't know. But some of that, so much of that stuff is just not on tape. Surely somebody in the sixties 
like died in the ring or <laughs> like Freddie Blassie, yeah. you know, wasn't that the deal was Freddie Blassie. I guess we'll talk about him in a little bit, but like some of these guys would just bleed every night. Right. Yeah. That's so it's cool. Just... Oh, it's fucking cool. Ble- bleeding rocks. Yeah. But like, yeah. But like in the sixties, you know, like in front of like 20,000 people, like once a month or twice a month, I think they run in the garden like more frequently than like, just, I don't know. It's it's crazy to think about that we have none of that stuff on footage, and this is kind of the this is this isn't the earliest of it, but this is like the earliest that it becomes like we have a frequent, like we have like a month to month, and we have some TV shit, and you know, eighty one is kind of when we really the start. Vince Junior has to be in the building for it to be like something you you can reliably think. Oh yeah, we might have that. Yeah. If that motherfucker's not in the building, then you know, if if he if he's down if he's up in Portland. Thinking about you know, you know his cousin and, and the crushed sleeves and shit like like he was wont to do. Then you know, forget it. <laughs> yeah, forget it. I say forget, forget it. Forget about it. That's what you say yeah. in New York. Yeah, that's what and they you know say what? in New York. Pat Patterson, he loves New York. That's why he's a babyface. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Well, it's a weird thing. He's you know Patterson. I guess I, I wish. I, I guess there's some probably some promos I could have watched maybe. But I really don't know what this feud is. I really don't know because, like, what Slaughter's got the knuckles on, right? And he's uh, he's going for these punches with the brass knuckles. Patterson is blocking every punch, which is so cool. He's fighting yeah. back with his own. And then we get a nice close up of the knucks, and Sarge is like trying to cl- climb up. And then he turn turns around. And yeah. Who's there? It's a barefoot Pat Patterson who smacks him with this dirty gay cowboy boot. <laughs> Which is just like you know, you know. I mean, I felt like the feud is just like who's the. It's like you've tried to replace me as the toughest guy in this promotion, eh? No, no. I am cool. the gay Frenchman, and I wear no. the boots here. You will, you will not yeah. do that. You know, put me off. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. He's a gay cowboy. I wish I knew how to quit you. Um, he fucking obliterates his ass with the boot. Oh, know, yeah. Annihilates him. Surge, like, falls out of the ring, and then he tries to get back in. Pat's just hitting him over and over with him, just wallop him with the boot. And then the Grand Wizard comes out and throws in the towel. Um, and I didn't notice the wizard out there before. Was the wizard out the whole match, or? I don't think he was, given the way he, like, walk, he ambles yeah, back. Yeah, he kind of walks back so out. Of, yeah, I was, I was kind of confused by that. Um, yeah, and, uh, so Pat continues fucking Sarge up. With the boot, and then a referee shows up, I guess, because there was no ref, and there were no rules, yeah. and there was no established way to win this match. There's really not. A alley fight. Also, I want to say, alley fight, n- not a lot of alleys in New York City. Like, that's not really a... Th- doesn't really work. That's not really how alley... <laughs> I mean, there are, you know... <laughs> it's not really how alleys work. Just saying. Um, alley fight. They, um... They uh, they recognize this as a, a proper victory. Towel. Yeah. Don't forget to bring a towel. Goddamn you. I didn't write that down. I just thought of it just now. Uh, I, I know, buddy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool because it's a decisive victory, you know. Because, uh, yeah, like, Sarge, Sarge is standing up in the ring and wants to continue fighting, though, right? So it's, yeah. it's decisive victory. Yet Sarge is mega strong for whatever he does next in this promotion or wherever fucking ter- territory he goes next, you know? 
Yeah. Expert level shit. Great stuff. What a match. Excellent match. Better than I remembered. You know, I, I guess I didn't remember how gay it was, and that's really what sold it for me. That's that plus. Yeah, it was when the they were biting and pinching and sucking on each other, and it was really... I felt that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? <laughs> from, uh, from... Oh! <laughs> March 12th, 1983, at the Greensburg Coliseum, it's the Atlantic Championship Wrestling Final Countdown. Your main event for that night Final was countdown. for the, the NWA Tag Team Titles. Tom Kernodal and Sergeant Slaughter versus Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. And if Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood lose, they have to split up. Can never team again. Oh. This is a huge match, right? This is, uh... Yeah. See, here's the thing. is This is, like, some of the... I don't... I hate it if we have more than one iconic match on an episode. Because <laughs> I feel like we're going to be here all day. But we got one down, so let's do another one. Um, we got, like, at least... We got three. <laughs> yeah, no, we got one more. Arguably arguably four. I don't think uh, so, no, but it's, it'll be fun to talk about either way. Um, this is the... What, the road to the... the you said Final, final Conflict. Conflict. You said Final Countdown. Is? I'm not talking about Europe. I'm yeah, sorry. we're talking about the Mid-Atlantic Territory. It's it's one fairy. Which everybody. does have a lot of European immigrants, or did once upon a time, in theory, um, in the 1600s. <laughs> 500 years ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Mid-Atlantic Territory, Crockett Country, right? Yeah. Um, originally, and then I guess, what in my head I always have, it, I have a hard time with it. I know that it, Georgia was the what the Andersons or whatever? Um, who who ran Georgia? Uh, it was the fucking it was the Geigles. And the then... Geigles, the Geigles. What a stupid name. <laughs> um, and then yeah, of course I think that all kind of and then it, it they become a big thing to try to fight Vince, obviously. Um, yeah. But the this is sort of right before that, right? This is March of eighty three. This is. What is this? This is. Eight months before, or nine months before Hulk wins the the WF title and, and kicks off everything. And then the day that Vince buys Georgia Championship Wrestling from the, what, from the Briscoes or something? Yeah. That's the deal? What's in that sometime in 84? Um, so this is sort of like one of the last, this and Starcade are kind of the really big last super shows for for this territory, right? The Gunkles. Yeah, the Gunkles. The Geigles are somebody else. The Bob Geigle is the guy who ran Kansas City. There that's you go. That's a, the Gunkle. Oh, Gunkle. I'll say this. Gunkle. That's, a, a, that's a, even shittier It's a name. funnier name than Geigle. I know, dude. <laughs> Ray Gunkle. Couple of fucking then, idiots here talking fucking... about these territory legends. Well, well. <laughs> Just, yeah, like, fucking, might as well be fucking... Fucking Billy Idiot, goddamn Cornette. Well, oh Bill, did you ever see what Ray Gunkel's dick looked like? Of course I did, Jim. And I have to say, it was not impressive. That's crazy. Did Billy Idiot look at a lot of people's dicks? Wait, was Billy Idiot? No, I just, I just, it's just your, Cornette is just constantly, I just ask everybody about dicks. Okay, Richard, what? What the Paul Bosch's dick look like? Well, Jim. <laughs> I just wanted I mean, to know. I thought you know, I, I thought maybe that uh, 
Yeah. It, it was interesting. I'll tell you that. Ha! I... It's fascinating to know. Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> well, <laughs> Cornette. Um, yeah, Cornette is one of those guys that I, every time somebody, like, every time I, hear, like, think about him, I'm like, oh, yeah, Cornette is, like, a thing. He's, like, a, people are, he's, like, a huge personality on the internet. Still to this day, and people people like at him, and you know they're like if they they're like I see something about wrestling that offends me. That's so crazy to me. It's so crazy how many people are on Twitter talking about wrestling, and complete fucking idiots. And I don't know. And I'm like I have so separated from them. I know you and like forty five other people, and (laughs) everything else is just like well I I guess listen to the podcast maybe like it. I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't wrestling. I'm I'm so closed off from this shit. I I and I love it. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate every part of the internet, um, every part of society, and I barely even like wrestling anymore. But I do enjoy a little Sergeant Slaughter. Um, this is the, one of those ones where it's like you know I watched the build for this. Uh, it's you know I didn't today, but I have. I've seen it. It's famously yeah. one of those like great months long fucking classic territory angles, you know, that everybody yeah. talks about. My grandma told me this, and my uncle was there that night, and shit like that. Um, but I don't remember shit about the angle. I watched it on like Pop Culture Stew's YouTube channel like fifteen <laughs> yeah. fucking years ago. I don't know. Um, I don't remember anything about it. Uh, I don't think it really matters for this. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure everybody did. A, I'm sure the the booking was magnifique. Uh, you know, yeah, pretty easy to do but, an hour. But, of... <laughs> you know, right? We're just here about talking about these men in this cage and how the, and in the pit where they fight. Talk about Bob Cottle and David Crockett. I'm sorry, in the pit where they fight. <laughs> in the pit where they just fight. Yeah, that's right. So you just heard the uh, Pit Fighter theme song. No, I, no, no, no. That was somebody else. I heard it. I heard it over Mania Weekend. I, I heard it months ago. Okay. I've I've been well in, in in yeah. I I I have a I have it on my phone. It's my ringtone. It's crazy. It's my ringtone for my wife. If she's calling <laughs> me, then we're going into the pit where we fight. Um, it's some Al Bundy humor for you, yeah. <laughs> dude. Al Bundy shit. Um, all right. Goddamn. Surge and Kurnoda look like bad men. They come out to the Rocky theme. What do you think That's about... That's such a fucking sick heel move. Yeah. That kicks ass. It is, it is. What are they saying in that song where it's like... You know that part? Yeah. It just sounds like they're saying Rocky Fool or... But it's like Rocky this, this the a, good guy. Yeah, I don't know. I never... It's like this movie can't... This is the first movie. Hey, hey. I might have asked you this before. You have a deep love for Rocky as resident of of the of the Philly area, or or do you think it misrepresents your wonderful city? That's all right. It's yeah. I mean the movies are good. Yeah. I just think that like tourists too. It's like I gotta run up the stairs. Yeah, but why not? What yeah, else? Just, I mean, I don't know. Let people uh, let people. I mean, I don't know. I'm not the let people enjoy things guy. But I don't know. Running upstairs for a movie, Im- imitating a movie scene because that's the thing about that, right? Yeah, um, you can't. Big movies these days, you can't do the scene where Captain America grabs Thor's hammer and fights Thanos. You can't do that. But what you can do is run up the Rocky Stairs, whatever the hell That's building that is. The art, yeah, yeah, the art museum stairs. That's, I will accept that. All right, I'll all right. I accept that premise. I've, I'm, I'm really just, proud of that. I really feel like I sold that. No, it's it's just like, yeah, you know what you can do that? You can go see 
like paintings and shit. No, I don't want to do that. I just want to run up the stairs. Okay. Well, that's if you're cosplaying uh, Ferris Bueller, you know? Um, all right. Yeah. Who the fuck is Don Kernodal? <laughs> Don Kernodal uh, it was a guy from the general Mid-Atlantic Territory. He became part of the, uh, the Sarge's Cobra Corps, <laughs> along with uh, right. Private Jim Nelson, I think. Okay. Terry um, Daniels is not around yet, right? Terry yeah, Daniels and, doesn't come in yet. Uh, yeah, it's just like, and people are just like, "Damn, Don Carnoodle, he's a good worker, and he's a good worker." And so you're like, "All right, this is a cool team." He's interesting in this match. I don't know if I'd say he's like really. He's. I mean, everybody's good in the home stretch of this match. I have some thoughts in this match. Um. Okay. What uh, do you think about uh, team uh, not white guy? All right. Who who is Jay Youngblood? <laughs> He is Who the son. fuck is Jay Youngblood? He is the son of uh, Ricky Romero, uh, and then he died. Oh, Romero, a famously uh, indigenous people's name, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean the motherfucker is was like he's Mexican. Okay, uh, okay, sure, all right, indigenous, sure, indigenous. Okay, ind- but Youngblood implies indigenous to I don't know. I I. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Jesus Christ, um, Obviously, his, bro- his brothers were going to be the Renegade Warriors. I love the Renegade Warriors. They're like the Usos, but kind of bad. Who are the but Renegade Warriors? Cool. Are those those are NWA guys, or what? Uh, they were, like, in fucking uh, GWF and a bunch oh, of shit. Oh, yeah, I've never watched this fan. stuff. Okay, sure. No, they're cool. They're, yeah. they, were, they were like the Usos, but kind of bad. But the thing of it is, is sure. that that's a really high ceiling. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm down for that. And a real high floor. Yeah. So Jay Youngblood uh, is... He dies in, like, three years later. Oh, like oh, he does. hemorrhage in, like, New Zealand or some shit. Oh, okay. What well, sucks? So, yeah, his, that's why he did not... Uh, he was only, like, 33 or something. Was bad. he still popping at the time? Uh, uh, yeah, as far as I know. Though yeah. I don't believe he, I don't think he was in the territory. So, But, I mean, at the same time, I mean, if you're, like, a young enough guy in um, the fucking territory days and... You don't, and you live like you have a pretty good shot of showing up, fuck it somewhere, sure. and having a good run. Yeah, I wondered about that. I didn't look him up. Um, okay, and then who the fuck is Rick Steambat? <laughs> uh, this guy named Richard Blood. <laughs> Richard Blood, um, and he's a pretty good wrestler, right? He's pretty cool. And he's pretty good. Sergeant Slaughter looks like fucking Tony Soprano in there. Yeah. <laughs> With his big oh, man, Jay Youngblood was 30. That's fucked. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, Sarge, uh, Sarge and, uh, and, and Kernodal, they go around, they shake the cage a little bit. They they sort of test the integrity of the cage. A lot of times yeah. in, uh, I think, 80s cage matches, you have a case where the heel is like hoping for like a malfunction or an easy exit yeah. of some kind. And like Kernodal and Slaughter established they're not, you know, they're not that kind of heel team. They're here to, they're here to beat ass. Um, so yeah, the stip is that Steamboat and Youngblood have to win the titles tonight, or they will split as a team. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's a classic stip, classic stip. Yeah, they need each other, you know? It's like, it's a very cool thing to have at stake, because they, they, you know, you consider, like, they're, you know, they're friends, you know? They need each other. They function primarily as a team, they're best buds, like, their kids are friends, they fuck each other's wives, you know, whatever. They're bros. Yeah. Yeah. It, It would suck if they had to split up. It would, you know, throw a lot of things out of balance. Um, also, it would be cool to fuck each other's wives with the tag team titles on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put the belt around your waist and put your dick up from underneath it. 
Yeah. Well, I always yeah. wondered if people did that. Probably every single wrestler ever, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have to imagine. When's the last time you thought about the Adam Windsor uh, fucking, like, Never. calendar? Never. Never. <laughs> Never thought about Dory Funk uh, Jr.'s extremely illicit, like, uh, fucking, like, customs. No, I know. Yeah, boys. sure. Yeah. I, 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 I guess I encountered them and i said oh that's interesting and then i was just like right, well. that guy was not good yeah he it's well he well he got his due on the podcast we can put adam windsor in the books yep. <laughs> is this uh david david crockett and bob coddle is that the right it is indeed bob coddle okay. and david crockett right. bob david david's easy bob bob and gordon Soley are like i know they don't actually sound alike but they just occupy the same space in my brain. They're the same kind of yeah, guy. So yeah, so I don't know. Like, Sometimes I'm not yeah. sure which one I'm hearing. And then at fucking Starcade with uh, the Cal Chain match, right? Cal it's got it's just both, both of them. It's just yeah. both of them. Yeah, that's and that it was... somehow makes it easier, but also harder. Well, that's a, yeah. You hear them together. You yeah. Say one of them said it, and it's like it's true. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You that's also all. have that that classic I'll cheat. The premise that one of them said it. Classic cheat. Um, okay, so this match is uh, classic tag team rules. It's not tornado style, which is a choice. Um, I, but I guess they're in a ton of tag cages before this. Probably like this is like yeah. this is a pretty interesting, innovative idea to have a tag match in a cage. Um, I'm sure it had been done probably before, but this is a cage. This is a tag match with you know with heat segments and fucking teases for tags and cutoffs and fucking, you know, hot tags, which is interesting. And I mean, obviously that's how tag matches are supposed yeah. to work. It's just, they put it in a cage and that's cool. But also I think this match, uh, the first half of it to be specific has worked very stupidly. And I hate that the faces take like 98% of the fucking first half of this match. That is true. I think it sucks. And I was like, this match is not, I don't know what they're fucking doing here. Um, I don't know. Steamboat, steam, steamboat, steamboat, (laughs) steamboat, Ricky steamboat, Ricky, Ricky, Richard. He, uh, he's good at working. He's really good at working a headlock. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I, there's not much to say about that, but it's nice to watch, I guess. Um, you know, Young Blood comes in, takes over the same basic role. Uh, Kernodal's kind of a bumbling doofus. Um, Young Blood, young, you know, you wouldn't know it, it was a different guy, except he has tassels on his boots and also like none the of boots the boots are a different color, and the boots are a different color, and nothing looks quite as good as it does with Steamboat in there. Um, yeah, there's there's cool tag stuff, you know. Uh, Youngblood's gonna get sent into the cage, and and Steam Steamboat like steps in front, so he blocks him from hitting the cage. So Youngblood like slows down, turns around, chops Kernodal. Um, you know, Steamboat does like a he's like a long front face lock, like the they just just like completely dominating Kernodal. And the commentators keep saying Slaughter looks like he's over there formulating his plan, but I don't know. He looks like he's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I like the idea of like. Okay, so the, I think the idea here is we're going to get over that one of these is, like, a real team and the other is just a guy and his, like, little bitch boy. Sure. Which, I kind of uh, gathered that. I, I think – and I, I, as I watched this match, I came to like it a lot more. I, yeah. And I had seen this before, but I only had vague memory of it, you know? 
I remember it's like a, it's like quad juice. I remember like quadruple juice. And I remember, you know, the big starch coming off the fucking thing and I, you know, and big fun celebratory finish. But I guess I just, I never, I just watched it and I was like, oh, it's cool. You know, here's the thing. If you're not like, if you're not watching a match like this to analyze it, I think you watch Ricky Steamboat do a bunch of headlocks to a guy, and it's just like, oh, fuck yeah, Ricky Steamboat, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love watching this shit. Like, yeah, and it's, it's true. Cool. Like, it's fucking cool. Like, Ricky Steamboat's oh, the best. They did the big, like, oh, oh, you, oh, fuck you, rolling head headlock thing again. Yeah, and, and they're, like, they're doing little. Time. Yeah. You can't do it, and it looked bad. Yeah, and everything looks good that they do, pretty much, you know, and. And they're doing, like, Rock and Roll Express type shit. Like, this is before the Rock and Rolls are, like, really taken off. I guess they really take off in, like, 85, right? 84, 85? Yeah. I mean, they're around, kind of. They've but... been in, like, teams for, like, a year and a half or some shit like that, I feel Yeah, like. and they're, like, only in, yeah. They, they like, they're in Texas and they're, like, in Memphis and shit. They, they, they... Yeah. Yeah, once they hit, yeah, once they're in Starcade working a fucking scaffold match, it's a different story. But, like, you know, this is, like, proto-fucking rockers and, and, and you know, midnight shit. Um, it's really cool, and they're really classic cool. blowjob babyface tactics. Yeah, yeah, fabulous one shit. Like, but then again, you know, also, why is the heel champion guy just getting his fucking ass kicked the entire time? I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird. It's a really weird first half of this match, and I don't think it's. Uh, I think it's fine. And I think it's fun, and I think it's totally okay, except for I. I don't know. I I guess that's one of those things where it's like I just would have agented this different. I would have produced. I would have. If I were Sarge, I would have said no. We fuck you guys up for the first half of this match, and then you make your comebacks later because that's what a cage match is supposed to be. I don't know. Maybe I'm just off on that. Um, There's no. No, I understand. I disagree to an extent, though, but only to an extent. Yeah. There's some dumb. There's some spots where they make. uh, You know. Slaughter looked really stupid too, because he like he's like gawking with a fan at one point, and Kurt Odle manages to like actually, he's like in a headlock and he wrestles fucking Youngblood over to the corner, and because he's stronger than him, and he's like he's he's finally able to make the tag, and Slaughter's just not there for the tag, and and <laughs> like these guys are just fucking idiots, I guess, and the crowd eats it up because Slaughter plays it up like oh no oh shit, and he does like a fucking slapstick routine missing the tag, and and you know the crowd's into it. I'm just like this is fucking stupid i don't like slaughter's not i guess i think more i think more highly of him as like a a guy who wouldn't miss a fucking tag um david and bob agree that no one actually likes a cage match they just have to have a cage match sometimes to settle things (laughs) which is i mean it's good and also that's kind of how we feel about the cage match website right we just kind of have to use it sometimes uh we just kind of have to vote for him as president yeah we you know what what other option do we have right i don't know there's there's a lot of stuff in the first half of this that joe striga yeah (laughs) yeah joe striga don kerstriga um, Slaughter gets in finally, um, and it's a stupid thing. They play around with him. The, 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 the two young talents are just like fucking with this pudgy little guy. Like it really feels <laughs> like Kernodal is a dumbass, and that like, they're just like two, a couple of bugs, bunnies fucking around with them. Um, until he finally makes the tag and then slaughters. And I'm like, all right, baby, fuck him up. And then he immediately gets thrown in the cage twice. And he's just, he already is 
bloody. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, 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 I watch him toss the blade off, like in the middle of the shot, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, yeah, and he's he's bleeding. I don't know. We get some stuff finally where where Sarge is is in there, and he's taken over on Young Blood. Um, but like, it's. It's just really, it's a weird match. It's weird, and I guess, you know, it's the idea... It's strange structure, it's undeniably. It's the young guys are better, you know? They're a better team. I yeah, guess that's what it is. They're a real team, and then this is just like, this fucking, this fucking guy and this little bitch boy. Yeah, but like, even Slaughter, like, he, he, like, he'll attempt to come back, uh, come back, he'll get cut off with a clothesline. Like, that's fucking Sergeant Slaughter. Like, I don't know. Um, there is a... So the, there's there's some turning points though. It does it does. I think it turns into a really good match. Um, Slaughter has this great, great moment, this great turnaround where he, uh, Young Blood is doing a little rope run, and I'm not sure exactly how they got there, but Young Blood's running the rope. Slaughter drops down, drops down again, so double drop down, which is a classic move. Then leapfrogs him um, impressively. Uh, Slaughter yeah. Slaughter impressive physically, uh, athletically, and. Uh, he slams, you know, Youngblood bounces back off the other other side. He uses the momentum, slams Youngblood into the cage. And I'm just like, okay, let's fucking do this already. Slaughter stomps the forehead, and I'm like, Jay, Youngblood, whoever the fuck you are, I don't know that you've passed away. I didn't know about that yet. But I'm, <laughs> like, I'm watching this, I'm like, you better come up off that mat bleeding, I swear to God. I swear to fucking God, Jay Youngblood. <laughs> um, and he gets thrown again into the cage, and we get a close-up, and there's juice, and... After that, I'm all good. Rest of the match is yeah. cool. Uh, Kernodal comes in, and he's, you know, he's he still looks like a fucking mook, though. He applies a fucking nerve hold. <laughs> that fucking rocks, dude. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Idiot, man. I don't know. It's like one of those holds you got to kind of just accept in wrestling, right? Yeah. It's like a very specifically ro- pro wrestling kind of stupid thing. I don't know. Fucking, I, I don't know. Where do I draw the line? Is it at the nerve hold? <laughs> is Don Kernodal good? I think he's good. Yeah. yeah, he's a good bumper in this. I think he bumps uh, yeah, really absolutely. well. Absolutely, he's a good bleeder too. But God, his offense is just unbearable. Questionable. <laughs> I uh, question this. Yeah, yeah. Like even his strikes, like his punches are like the, he's he's the worst puncher in the match. I think. I think that's. I don't know. Young Blood's punches aren't that good either. Mm. Um, and then you know, Steamboat doesn't even really do punches. He does like the chops, and they're great. You know, that's the thing. Um, and that's kind of one of the only things that made Steamboat and Flare sequence like the Flare and Steamboat stuff was so compelling as they did have such a variety of strikes. Oh, we've talked about this a million times. <laughs> yeah, have any point? Like it, the the joke is that good punches, right? But the real deal is good punches. And then also, what else do you have? Yeah, because like you know, variety of strikes. You can't you can't feast off one punch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Lawler just has Lawler doesn't have any other. He's got a couple elbows, but he mostly just has twenty five different types of punch. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of Kernodal. He's good enough selling the babyface heat, but when he's in control, he's not remotely compelling. Um, yeah, Slaughter. So Slaughter does give, I think, maybe the most visible blade job I've ever seen in my life. Um, when he gets slammed <laughs> in the cage and he's just like, he's cutting and he like, it's just, it's, it's insane. It's like a wide shot. Um, steamboat gets a big hot tag and you see Kernodal is fiddling with his fucking wrist. Tape. <laughs> like it's just, it's the most blatant, like, and it's just, it's clearly uh, these guys. I, I believe Bob Cardinal says, and you can see these guys, they came in here with taped fists because this is no holds barred. That's yeah. hot, Bob. It is, huh? 
taped fists. Yeah. I don't know. We gotta and do. You know, it. you know what you do with the taped fists. You fucking hard to blade. Yeah, yeah. We need to talk about the taped fist thing. Tape fist. You, you is... want? You gonna trust Sandy Scott to blade you? Fuck no, old man. Sandy Scott. <laughs> I gotta. I got one note on Sandy Scott later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who is Sandy Scott? Is he? He's like somebody's dad. He was uh, George Scott's brother. He's George Scott's brother. Okay. God damn it. Flip Kendrick's. Flip Kendrick's. <laughs> George Scott. You don't know Sandy Scott. This is George Scott's brother. <laughs> George Scott's brother. You see a fucking backyarders. A fucking backyard, Scott. backyard bookers and fucking referee brothers. Um, all right, there's a great spot where t- uh, God damn it, uh, Slaughter tackles Kernodal out of the way um, of yeah. of Steamboat. Steamboat flies past him into the cage. There's some good sequences like that. Recky's busted now. You got quad juice. Got to respect that. Good juice out of the heels, especially. Um, Sarge just loves to paint the ring. He really is yeah. a freak. I don't know if he's one of those guys that like always bleeds a little too much on accident, you know? Sure. Because there's yeah, that's a Louie thing. That's Little Life Louie again. That's I a... mean, this is a man of like the complexion of a dude who bleeds. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. He's it's he's like, got the he's got a hey. whole lot of head there to just cut oh, open. He's got so much head. <laughs> this is MF got head. Yes. Yeah, it's super head. Yeah, it's super head. Yeah, the uh, it this match definitely turned around for me. There's a there's a nice near fall off of an O'Connor roll that is averted yeah. because of Sandy Scott can't get his fat ass down and fast he's enough to count. Shit, dude. He's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> I'm just laughing my ass off the whole time at this match. I don't know, which is not necessarily a good thing, but I think that's sort of the. Uh, there's, this is a very theatrical match. Well, once the juice starts flowing, I was all in. The first, I guess I just, I was just like, I... This long-ass control segment by these blow By jobs. the baby faces, yeah, I don't know. It's just not, it's, it's like no cage match I've ever seen in my life. It's very strange. Yeah. Very odd. Um, but it, I guess it works. Because they got me by the second half. I'm, I'm in by the second half. Um, and, yeah, they... Yeah, it's like, they can't, it's like, they, they can keep this up. It's like, no, they're not going to keep it up. Sergeant Slaughter's gonna fuck one of these boys' mouths. Yeah, and he does. Yeah, and he, you know, but that's the thing is, is Slaughter seems like he is, he sort of just oversteps his bounds. He goes to the top of the cage for some fucking reason. He goes uh, for diving headbutt, which is that what but, it is? Is it a yeah. big superfly splash or a fucking knee drop? I don't know what the hell it was supposed to be. I think he's going for a headbutt because the way he lands. Well, like, the way he lands is a guy the who's head out. Yeah, the guy he lands is, uh, it's that's sort of in the style of. Nobody's ever jumped off of a cage before, and they don't know how to do this is it. True. <laughs> That's kind of the style. Like, like what did he have? Like, like was he tape? Was he trading tape of fucking Snuka doing it? What, had Snuka done it yet? Stuff. In March of eighty three, I think he's he did the one the time he does it to Backlund, but he hadn't done it to Morocco yet. I don't the know Morocco that. one is like like summer of eighty three, but the Backlund yeah, but the Backlund one was like less seen, and like only years exactly. later, people were like, oh, he actually did that way before. Yeah. Um Weird thing. You know what's better than any of this shit? Rikishi versus Val Venus. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> we'll get, we gotta do that. We gotta do that. That Dude, fucking match. Fucking WWE uh, cage matches the two thousand. Is, is that uh, the blue cage or is that the is that the? the oh, that's steel. There's it's blood steel. in that one. I yeah. know there's blood. Yeah. No, nobody. Fu- no, you I have know. To be a real psychopath to bleed in in, in the big bar cage. 
somebody which is to say vince yeah okay yeah sure but that was they painted it black right that was yeah all right so they do some shit big big double team moves young blood does his indigenous people's dance um yeah. which you know wrestling that's his right yeah i guess that's his right as as a gimmick holder of this gimmick yeah uh they they do a big double chop and then kernodal kicks out at one fighting spirit bushido bushido kernodal bushidon kernodal yeah um they do some really cool double team, double team stuff though. They got a couple little things here, like the baby facer. Baby faces are kind of cool. They're doing some stuff. I get it is really you know proto fucking I don't know the rock and rolls or whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> a classic. It's classic baby face. Stuff. But but then it did, I don't think it existed before this. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think this is the like this. Well, they're this making isn't... classic babyface stuff because they're like obviously athletic baby instead of like just being like. You know, I mean, even even though the Carolinas are, like, famously a tag territory, you're like, you know what? I don't think, he, I don't, I don't, was Johnny Valentine doing this kind of thing? And the answer is, I don't Absolutely think so. Not. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to just bring it up right quick. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring up the, what, 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 this is for the NWA world tag team titles. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I, I just want to know, like, uh, you know, a list of, of people that held this belt before them, um, because like, you know, this is not, this is not a, a style that was established really. Not really. Right. Um, there it is. World mid-Atlantic version with Don Kernodal. He's held it. And this is still the same lineage as the world, the WCW tag titles. That's so funny. Um, so the lineage goes back to Gene and Oli. Uh, then it's Paul Jones and Wahoo. Then you got Wahoo and Rufus R. Jones. You know, Gene and Oli get it over and over again. Like, F- Flair and Valentine? Were they blowjob baby faces? I don't think so. Maybe. Kinda. Like, proto-blowjob. Were they? I mean, I guess. They're, like, two-time champions. Dusty and Dick Slater. That's not... Those aren't... <laughs> That's some kind of baby face. Yeah, those are butt-fuck baby faces, is what that is. Uh, Flair and fucking Blackjack. Like, yeah. Ray Stevens and Greg Valentine. Like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, this is the beginning. This is it. Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. And they lose the belts to Jerry and Jack Briscoe. And then win them back, lose them back, win them back, and then, I don't know. After that, it's a while before, finally, the Rock and Rolls beat the fucking Russians in 85. Like, crazy. This is this is the beginning of that, I think. Yeah. I think this is like, like this and the Rock and Rolls were obviously, you know, the Rock and Rolls, I think, were working Mid-South, maybe, in Memphis, right? Is that right? I don't know. Yeah. Actually, yeah, they're starting Memphis. Yeah, yeah, Memphis they... in like 82 or whatever, and then and then... Watts in 83, 84, kind of, before they go to Mid-Atlantic and Georgia. Like, yeah. this is the beginning of, of the blowjob babyface tag. Yeah. Cool. Well, we did that. We've, we've just, we've, we've, that was not a, a road I expected to go down. Um, the, what, what, I don't know. They, there's some, there's some crazy shit. Slaughter takes a psycho bump over the top, like into the cage, you know. That would have been a psycho bump over the top of the floor if there wasn't a cage there. Um, there's a, a goofy finish. What is the finish here? 
I don't know. Sla- Slaughter like loads his elbow pad with like a weighted elbow pad or something. Yeah. They're like pulling their partners onto each other. Everybody's knocked out. The referee doesn't like Sandy Dennis is like drunk. <laughs> like he had a flask hidden in the fucking top turnbuckle pad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a really it's like a long match, but it's definitely well executed. I don't know. I have issues with it. Yeah, no, but that's fair. I think that's it I, it earns its legendary status, if only just. Um, I think it's a lot of fun, and I think it's, uh, I guess, early Ricky, you know. It's not early Ricky. Ricky'd been around since 75 or some shit, right? Yeah, but, like, we don't, what the fuck do we have of that? Yeah, we got the cornet tapes, which are cool, you know. Um, if you've, you've never watched those, you've seen that stuff, right? I've seen a little bit. Yeah, I I watched all that stuff because I was just like, I want to know what Blackjack Mulligan was like. <laughs> I want to know what Paul Jones was like. I literally watched all that stuff at some point because I had a fucking, I don't know, STD or something. Fucking broke my brain. I don't know. <laughs> God. You know, drug-induced fucking pseudo-coma that made me think I should watch the Cornette Garbage Tapes. <laughs> So I could see Rufus R. Jones. <laughs> oh, you want to take that a break? Had a Cadillac, you know? He did. He certainly did. I think he had a, a couple of. Um, you want to take a little break? What do you want to do? Let's take a little break and we'll come back with. We'll come back to Germany. Yep. I, I think, right? We're coming back to Austria. But still, Austria. Austria is technically Germany. It's just that Otto von Bismarck did not want it to be part of. The, U- the German Republic. I see. Speaking of one auto. Well, spoilers. you can school me on multiple autos when we return. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a great throw to break if you can't speak. Absolutely. I'm waking up, I feel it in my soul. I'm the system roll. Welcome to the new age, to the new age. I'm waking up, I feel it in my soul. To my web page, to my web page, to my web page. Oh, 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 oh. Radioactive Imagine Dragons. Oh, 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 Radioactive Imagine Dragons. The prison bus, I'm waking up. There's a uh, soot and stuff on the dirt and ground. I feel real scared. Oh, hey. I'm waking up, I feel it in my soul Gonna make the whole system roll Welcome to the new age, radioactive Imagine dragons, imagine dragons I'm waking up Not a breath from smoking weed in the garage. <laughs> oh, dude. bitch. What, am I, am I supposed to not do that? It's their call. Mm. Well, oh, we're gonna... But I'm also allowed to be like, you suck a bitch. No, that's fine, that's fine. Um, it's a conscious decision, and uh, I've decided to take it. Um, I guess welcome back to <laughs> wrestling. Wrestling is gross, everybody. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, we're going to go on a road trip pretty soon. We're going to go, we're going to drive to fucking Wyoming 
and so are my my wife's. I think it's Wyoming. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Good plan. Okay, so my wife's brother. My wife lived in Utah when she was like a little kid, and her brother yeah. is like ten or eleven years older than her, and he like graduated and just stayed there when they moved back to Illinois. Yeah. And so my wife and her sister, her sister has three kids. We have two, obviously. Um, anyways, we're all going to go out to Wyoming where Jason lives. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'm going to have to dry out a little bit, stop smoking so much weed, or maybe just buy a bunch of edibles. I'm not really sure what the plan is. But welcome back to Wrestling is Gross. 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 What's the thing? What's the little letter with the two S's? Umlaut. Oh, the S-set. No. S-set. This is the chance yeah. to shine. Hungary? He said it was in... No, it's Austria. It's in Austria. It's in Graz. Mm. Anything you Graz. want to talk about before we get to auto? Or are we good? We're just jump into auto. We could do whatever. I don't have a date on this, so you, you, you announce it whenever you're ready. I feel pretty good. Let's talk about... From July 9th, 1983. Oh, I'm going to write it down. Seven, in nine. the Eishalle Liebenauer. <laughs> All right. Drotz Steiermark Austria. All right. Got we it. have. Wrote that down too? Sergeant Bob Slaughter versus <laughs> Otto Vons for the CWA, the Catch Wrestling Association World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, boy. Okay. Well. Um, I'm gonna show Would my. Would it surprise you to learn that Otto Wands is not alive today? Uh, I mean, I guess not. I mean, I guess not. <laughs> Do the math, you know, folks. What's this? Thirty fucking twenty-eight years ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've I've known some really old. I, I've known some really old fucking fat people. All right, people who were yeah. fat their whole life and they lived till they're eighty-seven. So I mean, if you told me seventy-four, yeah, yeah, oh, seventy. That's pretty. When did he die? That's respectable. Like four years ago. Congrats to Otto. Is it Wands or is it Vons? I thought it was Vons. Vons. You say Vons. Like, you say it like Werner Herzog, right? Yeah. Or Rainer Werner Fossbender, of course. Yeah. I got an idea. Uh, Remus, Fear Eats the Soul. What do you think about that? Um, catch Wrestling Association. It's kind of like it just being called Wrestling Wrestling Association. But you know what? Who cares? Was Catch. So what is Catch? When you say catch, when you say catch in, in German or whatever, whatever language the fuck this is, it's German, right? They speak German in Austria? No, yeah. they speak Austrian. Sorry, I'm a fucking idiot. They speak German. They speak German. There's no such language as Austrian. I didn't think so. I, so, okay, I was right, I was on the right track there. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Austrian, right? Yes. Hitler was Austrian? Yes. Had one, it. had one ball. And our, our we fought Austria and Hungary in the First World War. Is that right? Yes, but <laughs> okay. also Germany. we did. We did. The U.S. did, and we did that. Right? That was yeah. all us. Uh, Bob Slaughter. It's you said Sergeant Bob. I don't see a sergeant on here. I just saw on the graphic. I saw Bob Slaughter versus Otto Vons. Yes, Bob Slaughter. Bob, Bob Slaughter, and I'm. But I'm just like I'm not gonna just call the motherfucker Bob. I'm not gonna call the guy Mr. Slaughter. Well, I wrote worldwide. Bob. I wrote Bob a lot. I wrote the word Bob you about. You call him Bob however many times you'd like. If you check my notes, I wrote Bob about 35 times. <laughs> it's Bob with this. Bob does this. Bob does this crazy bomb. Bob. 
<laughs> I was really into the Bob part because it was released as a type. First of all, Bob released as a type. Um, are you excited to return to Germany? Last time we were in Germany, what was that? We saw uh, we we watched a second Paratenkampf. We're in Belgium for that. That was Belgium, was and we're not in Germany now. We're in Austria. Have you ever been to Austria? Yeah. Uh, no. Are, are we globetrotting right now? We're globetrotting. We're Is this new new terrain? We're hitting up all these fucking central to right. slash Western European countries, man. All right, all right, all right. I'm opening. I'm I'm making a new doc, and this is gonna be the countries visited. All right, we got United States, and I'm putting Austria. I'm putting Austria second because we're doing it right now. Mexico, Mexico. I like to say yeah. Me- Mexico. Have we done Canada? Have we done a Canada? I'm genuinely still not oh, sure. Oh, wow. That's crazy, right? All right. Well, let's leave it I off. feel like we had. We, we talked about Negro Navarro. No, it's Seattle. That's Seattle. Negro Navarro it's versus Seattle. It just features Canadian in it. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Let's leave Canada off. We've done... Have we done England? We talked about Robbo versus... No. <laughs> no fucking did. Have we ever talked about England? I don't know. Oh, dear God. All right. This is... All right, Dude, I'm going to have to look Japan. this up. Japan. Yes. All right, we, all right. Austria, Japan. We said Belgium. Where's Prottenkampf, uh Finley versus, or not Finley? Taylor, Dave Taylor versus uh, Franz von Boyden. That's in Germany. That's it's in Germany. A, all right, we can. Yeah, right. it's in like fucking Dusseldorf. All right, that's six, and we got we got France. Brazil. We got France. We got Brazil. France, obviously the the French catch. Brazil and not Argentina. That was no, Mister Argentina wrestling Mister Argentina wrestling in Brazil. All right. Is that it? Oh no, we got Chile, Chile, Chile. Oh, that's right. Dick Toga, Chile. Is the great Chile. Okay, okay. (laughs) This is the this is the 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 countries that we've done matches from. This is embarrassing. It's only nine. How is that possible? No, we've done something from the UK. Come on. All right, I'm. We might have. I'm opening. But I can't be. (laughs) I'm just not sure that we have. Austria is new ground. Can you tell me about the catch wrestling? Association. What is this company? So it was Otto Vons' company. Okay, okay. I, I, I kind of assumed as much. He seems like he seems like some combination of Hulk Hogan and like Danny Demanto. <laughs> I guess I'm not really sure. Squat God, Otto Vons. <laughs> I'm not really sure what his deal is. He's a he's a crazy looking motherfucker though. He is. He is... Oh shit! We did Canada because that was where fucking Andre Kamala in the cage was. All right. Good job. Good job. Thank you. We'll count it. We'll count it. Maple Leaf Gardens. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, keep going. Talk about what's the what the fuck are we talking about? Talk about Otto Vons. He's fat. He's a fat fuck. He's, fucking, he's built like <laughs> a fucking bowling ball. He also uh, is sponsored by a cigarette brand. Oh yeah, sure. That's cool. Is that what that is on his yeah. on his chest? I have it written down somewhere. Yeah. What does it say? Uh, I forget. Oh, I got it written down somewhere. I'll find it in a second. You can just Google Otto Vons, and you'll be like, yeah. Yeah, he's a good look. Is it, that's it. Milde Sorte? Uh. Milde Sorte? I might be saying it wrong. Milde Sorte. Milde Sorte. Yeah, uh, it's just some Austrian brand of cigarettes. I Hell mean. yeah! I didn't know that. I wrote it down. I, I, I wrote down at some point in my notes. I was like, what does that mean? And I was going to ask you. And apparently it's cigarettes. Fuck Yeah! Otto Vons versus Remus Bob. <laughs> God damn. They call him the announcer is Mr. Remus. Him Mr. Remus. Mr. Remus. Remus. He's so pissed off. Oh. Do you know the song Uncle Remus by Frank Zappa? 
<laughs> do you? Do you know it? I not off the top of my head. It's like I'm... a weird black exploitation sort of thing where like Frank Zappa is like playing a character that's like a I don't know, it's really weird. He's like talking about his afro and like how he's discriminated against. I think it's Frank Zappa in the character of like a black guy. Um anyways, we'll play that in the break. <laughs> that's a funny idea. That's a really <laughs> That's a good yeah. idea for sure. Um yeah, Otto. I don't know the fuck about I don't know what the I don't know a goddamn motherfucking thing about Otto Vaughn. He, uh, looks... he bought the AWA title. That's very cool. Okay. I, I, you know, I've known people who bought title belts before, and they put them, you know, they wear them to the shows. This motherfucker <laughs> bought this shit. He bought the right to, to, to take the title off of Nick Bockwinkel. Oh, yeah. From and, Vern Gagne. And, and then he, like, would, yeah, he, would, he would wear it to SmackDown tapings and sit in the second row and be like, hey, I'm the fucking <laughs> Otto Vaughn's fat fuck in the second row in a, hurric- in a hurricane and rosy t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know. I may have seen this guy at some point. I don't know. JBL always talked about Otto Vons and I don't know. A camp boy. Yeah. yeah. Anytime somebody was fat and JBL was like looking at him, he'd be like, "It reminds <laughs> me of Otto Vons." <laughs> that kicks ass. Gotta give, gotta give uh, JBL that credit. Great <laughs> that is very funny. All right. So Otto is basically, uh, like. German Hulk Hogan, I gather, right? Um, and then these 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 people people would take these tours of like, uh, and he's German, right? Is he Austrian or German? He's Austrian. All right, he's Austrian Hulk Hogan. I got to get it right now before I say it a hundred times. Because um, I wrote down Ger- it, well, you, all of my notes say Germany because I thought it was Germany. So I got to. It says Germany. Hamburg at one point. Where, where's Hamburg? That's in Germany, right? What's in Austria? Vienna. Yeah. All right. Is this in Vienna? It's in Graz. What the fuck is that? <laughs> all right, it's Graz. It's the second largest city. It's in Graz. Sorry, the second. All right, I heard of the first. I haven't heard of the second, all right? Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> um, he's great. Otto's great. Um, why Why did these, uh, why is Sarge here? What is the reasoning for these? I, and it seemed like he wasn't. paid. So these, the, these European sojourns, they were getting paid. Did Otto pay really well? They were getting paid pretty well, yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I have this written down. I can't, I can't imagine anyone in Hamburg or wherever is watching Crockett TV, right? Yeah. So, like, what, this is four months after the final conflict. Almost, you know, like, what the fuck? This is a hundred and... 17 days or whatever after the final conflict and now he's in germany as a top heel against the local hero not germany austria i meant to say austria he was probably in uh germany it's okay uh, sure i'm sure he was there at this some isn't point germany it's, it's just... a tour it's a big tour they go yeah. around vex ve right uh soccer chants yeah like most da, 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 this is austria the, you know yeah Otto is a fat name. Let me tell you. It's a fat guy name. That is a fat. That is. Our, most autos are like kind of a globular kind of shape like this, right? I have to think. Um, Otto Pressinger? Is he a fat guy? He seems like a fat guy in my head. I've never seen a picture of him. I guess Otto from The Simpsons is not fat. But he's got kind of a, That's a fictional character, though. Yeah, it is a fictional character. Otto Vaughn's not. Absolutely. Otto Preminger just kind of looks like Schillinger, appropriately. He looks like Schillinger from Oz. 
Yeah. All right. I guess that's kind of what I was picturing, but fatter. I guess I was kind of picturing. He's kind of. I mean, he's kind of. He's like. Tubby. I'm picturing a fat Schillinger here. <laughs> Remember, Remember, this motherfucker. Oh, this is the season where Schillinger got fat and nobody would let him fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oz is uh, quite a show. Um, if you've never seen it, folks, Oz is on HBO Max. Use the code GROSS. <laughs> um, Otto dominates the opening minutes of this with overhand strikes, which are super funny. He's like kind of a pink. He's like kind of a. I don't know what he's doing. It's like kind of just like throwing softballs, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. he's just using his, like, fat-ass arms. Yeah. And so he fuck, fuck, try with me. Kind of a Lisa, not to bring it back to the Simpsons, kind of a Lisa Simpson arm-swinging kind of a motion. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a technique, though, and it works, because Slaughter keeps powder, and he takes these, like, eight... They got a 20 count in uh, Austria, I guess. So he takes these 18-second powders, comes back in, over and over. He, comes, he gets his dukes up, and then they, they do this, like, really sloppy lockup. <laughs> yeah. Which is very funny. Kind of fall into it. Um, but they do, They you know, they strike back and forth. There's good stuff. Sarge hits a big drop kick. Beautiful drop kick. Guy his size. What an athlete, right? Yeah. Um, and Sarge is great on control as a heel, right? Because this is a like, hometown baby face, yeah. right? Like, this is Hulk Hogan, basically, right? Uh, for, for, what is it, Gratz? Grots, yeah. Oh man, I remembered it. Hell yeah, I fucking nailed it. I'm gonna write it down so I don't fuck it up the third time. Um, and he's he's looking good though. He hits big knee drops. He's like he shoves Otto to the floor, and he's beating on him. The ref yeah. is the ref and the 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 announcer and this are uppity. Oh, like They're this apoplectic. Yeah, these are these are some Austrian ass. Like you know, I mean, in, when you know, you know Austria, these are these are some. Uh, authoritarian ass motherfuckers right these some little dick having guys well so uh, i'll tell you what the ref looks good though he's dressed in all white he kind of looks like dominic toretto he's kind of like he seems like he's carrying himself well and i respect that ref i kept looking at that ref and saying man like i if i i mean if i were bob remus right now i'd probably like listen to that ref and i just like do about my business as the ref fucking told me so because he is kind of like and the the announcer it's all very big. <laughs> yeah. This is unlike most wrestling. It is a very fascinating scene. Um, this is mostly shot with one camera, too, right? And there's no commentary. It's a it's a vibe. It's a weird sort of situation. Um, That's Here's a great question. Can you explain the rules of this match? Well, there's a 10 countdown. Uh, like KO. That's true. I know that. Um, it's a 20 count on the outside, but also the referee lets it go at some point and kind of lets them sort of wander about. And, like, yeah. sort of, and like there's, he, it was pretty clear, even though, you know, I didn't... I, what, it's just that nobody goes for pinfalls until the end. Until the end. And that's okay, though. Sometimes matches don't have near falls. They don't need um, to, no. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, that is a weird thing. Sometimes that fits better in the shape of a match than than other times and here it didn't really bother me i didn't really think about it until just now when you said it but yeah i guess there are yeah, no big no. i guess there are no big near falls in this match but i didn't think about it at the time so um i guess that's i don't know uh that is a problem in some matches for sure where you're like go for the pin you know logically but here i guess it didn't occur to me because this match is ha- it's it's got these long like striking exchanges it's got these long like brawling on the floor and and uh excuse me and sarge 
Sarge actually goes down for a couple of a big, uh, you know, like almost like eight count downs, where he's he pulls himself up by the ropes, you know. Um, Otto's like a bruiser within the style, so. Uh, but watching Otto move is kind of delightful because he has that with you know Abdullah that same like Joseph R. Gonascoli. We're actually right in it right now, season six of The Sopranos. Yeah. We just watched Johnny Cakes. Um, we're about to watch what's after Johnny Cakes, and my wife's never seen it. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, Otto Vaughn's moves kind of like Vito Spadafore, and um, yeah, and but, but except for then every now and then he moves like Jerry Blackwell, and he's super fast, and he, you know, I guess it's probably a take many have had over the years is like, oh. Yeah, Jerry Blackwell and Otto Vons are similar types, but I never watched this fat, ugly, ba- uh, ugly Australian bastard before in my fucking life. So today I was like, "Oh yeah, he's like Jerry Blackwell." I wonder if everybody, anybody ever thought that. Probably most people. Yeah. Right? Probably, no, it's hard to understand. Probably a pretty yeah. cold take. <laughs> but yeah, he's cool. You know, I don't know. He's got he's got this uh, sort of Kirby. You know. It's kind of like yeah. a Kirby guy, you know? You ever play that Kirby games? Them damn Kirby games? Yeah. Big fat I mean, balloon man. man. I gotta say, is he's built like a fucking, he's built like a fucking lump garbage. He's great. A l- yeah, he's, well, he's like a compacted, but like still agile lump of garbage. <laughs> he can sort of float through the air. He's got, he's got a, he's got a great little movement to him. Um, and Sarge is like a weird guy who has a, uh, a f- like a center of gravity that lies in his like legs somehow. I don't know, he's a very strange guy. When you watch him bump to the floor, he like the way his body throws itself naturally is very strange. Um, they get out to the floor. Uh, Sarge does ignore the count for the most part. He hits some like innocent bystander. Did you see this where he hit some guy yeah. by the ring? That was cool. Like, that's kind of how you rep America, right? Um, and they they brawl on the floor, and then the announcer comes on, and he says something like, Mr. Remus, stop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is so strange. It's because so goofy. He is... It has the vibe of, like, when, like, on, like, the, on, like, the CMLL broadcast, they won't respect, like, when a, like, an American wrestler has, like, a gimmick last name, and they'll just be like, Matty Martinelli about fucking uh, Matt Taven or whatever. And I've like, never heard no, him you say that. You were not named Bob Sauter. Get the fuck out of here, man. Bob, Mr. Remus. It's it's a very strange thing. I don't know. I He never played. Stop it. Stop it, Mr. Stop it, Remus. Mr. Remus. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very odd. Um, they get in the ring. Ref seems cool. You know, ref's kind of giving it a, a bit of a, because they're well past the 20 count at this point. Um, and yeah, Otto is bleeding, um, by this point, but uh, then Otto does something crazy. You know what he does? Grabs a fucking nerve hold. <laughs> um, but you know what? I, you know what? I'll bu- for a dollar, I will buy an auto nerve hold. I'll buy that yeah. for a dollar. Um, Kernodal, not even... Given He's it not a, fat enough. No, nope. got, you gotta be fatter than the guy, well, or more aggressive or something. Fat. I don't know. Have fucking have a little. I don't know. Have a little panache. 
you know, with it, with it. Have a little panache with your fucking nerve hold. <laughs> uh, mill the sort, mill the sort. The s- I believe there was also a beer brand. Oh hell yeah, they got beer and smokes. I had a cigarette the other day. Oh, I went and saw my friend. I, my my one like uh, you know I told you about this. I was gonna go see yeah. my, and then it, like it got postponed or whatever. And then I finally did it. We had some friends over too, but my friend that I was going to go see at his house, whole thing, right? Um, and we, I played his PS5, right? Yeah. So cool, so cool. Um, played a little bit of that ratchet and clanky. And, and you know what we did besides that? Smoked two cigarettes. Oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah. First time in 2021, first cigarettes of 2021. Um, so I, I didn't buy a pack after that and that's been, uh, six days ago. So I'm doing good. Um, but it was great and I loved it and I love smoking. Um, I forget how I got here. (laughs) Uh, let's talk about Otto. Let's talk about Otto. He's, uh, well, I, I gotta say Otto wears a singlet. It's one of those singlets that's not like a singlet that has the shorts, you know? It's not like a wrestling... Like, a a proper high school wrestling singlet has little shorts. Yeah. It goes down half... Like, you know, it's like a five-inch inseam to the to the, to the crotch. Right? Five, yeah. five and a half or whatever. You know, whatever the hot... You know, people are always talking about... People are talking about the shorts now and how, like... Yeah. Like, boys should be wearing shorts that are five and a half. And it's like... I don't know. I... I that's... That's a little... My balls are hanging out a little. <laughs> Five and a half. I'll give you seven, all right? Give me seven. These guys are... Uh, the, the These boys that he's wearing are all the way up. We're talking right at the... And it's the... It's like he's wearing trunks with the shoulder straps, basically. It is uh, a look that is a choice, obviously. Yeah. A choice that he made where he said, well, yeah, I, you know, I want my entire thigh to be visible when I wrestle Bob Remus. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> he just looks like such a tub. It's great. I imagine that singlet smells like the inside of a toilet. I just have to like, I, and he's like Austrian. I mean, sh- I mean, shouts out to any Austrian listeners. I hope, I hope you're not. Uh, upset if I say, but I I would assume that it's one of the smelliest countries based on just looking at this guy. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I mean, this it's this guy and it's Hitler, right? Is the two most famous Austrians and and Arnold Schwarzenegger? I mean, sure, let's go with that. That's the three top three: Hitler, Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Otto Vons. What are you doing down here? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh. <laughs> what does she think about Otto Vons? What do you think about? She didn't see Otto Vons. He's fat. He looks like shit. I don't know. He looks great. He's a beautiful man. I don't know. She'd probably say he's got like, a hell of a face. She'd probably say if you know. I don't know. Here's the deal about Otto Vons. You stretch him out a little bit. That's just me. You know. You just stretch him out, and I, and then he looks fucking good. He looks like me. Um, I wouldn't wear that though. I wouldn't wear that in a million years. And I, I think he's bold to do it. Um, but he, I guess he's somewhere between like Dusty Rhodes and Jerry Blackwell in the fat guy spectrum, right? Yeah. He just like is such an unfortunate dresser. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a thing. But Dusty wore fucking trunks, man. Like, I don't know. Oh, that, yeah, but that... But I don't think that, like... Like, had his fatness, like, come up and, like, contain itself in a, in a dangerous way. Well, yeah, like, Dusty wasn't as fat as Otto, yeah. Like, this motherfucker... I don't know. It, he just looks... I think it's bold. I think it's he's, cool. He's a lot more barrel-shaped than Dusty. No, I'll say this. Body positivity. Like... Listen, body positivity, oh, fucking 100%. Oh, I'm like, you know, and, and as a person Absolutely. who, like, is, is always, like, trying to be, like, more, like, down with myself and, you know, you know, I'm I'm very happy and my wife's very cool with me and she loves me and she tells me I'm fucking hot or whatever. I'm very blessed. Very blessed. Um... But I, I, I think, like, it's a bold fucking move to just, like, yeah, I'm a fat, weird, short, little fucking Austrian dude. I smell like fucking hot dogs or whatever, sausage, <laughs> whatever the fuck they, you know. And, it, you know, and I fucking kick ass and I'm fucking Hulk Hogan here, you know. And it's sick. I think that's fucking sick. I think he is so cool. Um, I want to see more. I think he's, he's he is, and he has that Dusty Rhodes magnetism to him. Um, you know, like that. That kinetic, yeah. like, um, everybody, you know, on, he, you know, you can't look away because first of all, he's disgusting, but also <laughs> I got to see more. And also maybe he's kind of hot. I don't know. <laughs> he's mesmerizing. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's great. I don't know. This match is crazy. Um, Otto does a, I don't know. Talk about the match. Otto does a snapmare at one point and then he does this like headbutt. Uh, on yeah. Sarge is like on the ground, like on his back, and uh, Otto, he, it's kind of like a rolling senton, but he kind of just like DDTs himself onto Sarge, yeah. and it's just so sick. And then he like whips Sarge off. Sarge comes in real hot, and Otto lariats the hell out of him. There's visible sweat. Um, did you see the sweat fly off? Oh hell yeah! I rewound it because I was like, was that? Because when you when you see visible sweat, we you know you got a you got a an episode in the fucking you got a multi-parter in the can for us for or not in the can but in the dock for us um with i think the sweatiest lariat of all time which is choshu on fujiwara um oh i mean that man which is a lot of it, sweaty oh, lariats yeah yeah of course um but this this really worked for me and i was just like man it's just like the camera catching that was so beautiful um sarge hits the floor after that um the announcer's yelling at them. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. Um, I think the name of this episode's got to be Stop, comma, Mr. Remus. Yeah, I, I think so, too. <laughs> if it isn't just Valorfeft. Yeah, I think, but I think Stop, Mr. Remus. Of our own. Stop, comma, Mr. Remus, exclamation point. Stop the Mr. Remus. No, 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 no. We can't do that. That's That's English. We're not allowed. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's the finish here? It's a fucking, the craziest goddamn crossbody. It's great. Uh, yeah. 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 Bob, like, all right. So That's auto justifiable, like pin. I'm like, cause, like, Oh yeah. Do you want to, oh, fuck, no, fuck that shit. This yeah. Oh no. Man. All right. Big fat dude does a fucking flying crossbody off the ropes. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's great. I'm good. They land flat. He lands hard on top of him. Nobody's getting up from that shit. Death to America. Crowd goes fucking wild. Yeah. Auto baby. Would you get up from that fucking? You remember U2's famous album "Auto Baby"? Sergeant Slaughter <laughs> versus the Iron Sheik from the WWF 
June 16th, 1984, from Madison motherfucking Square Garden. This is one of my ten favorite matches of all time, and every time it's... every time we get to a match where it's really important to me, um, I really have a hard time talking about it, so you're going to have to bear with me on this one. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> say what you got to say. Oh, I don't know. I've I watched this movie like uh, this movie. I watched this match like uh, um, probably I don't know twenty five times. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't know twenty fifteen fifteen twenty times. I used to watch this all the time. Um, I had a I had a torrent that was like you know some bullshit bunch of matches and it was off WWE 24 seven and I fell in love with it. (laughs) And this is like how I actually fell in love with Sergeant Slaughter when I first got back into wrestling in like 2009, 2010 and started torrenting a lot of stuff. Um, it was this match and I kind of knew about this match and I kind of knew about the iron Sheik as a kind of guy who could like work big matches, but I never saw anything like this before. Um, but yeah, this match is, God, I, when, all right, so when I came, right before I moved to Illinois to be with my then-girlfriend, now-wife, yeah. um, it was August of 2014, and Sergeant Slaughter was here in Peoria for a uh, minor league baseball appearance at the Peoria Chiefs. And which is like a single A for the fucking I guess it's the Cardinals now, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um and I was I, I moved here a month later, but this was like the last visit before I moved, you know. When we were like setting some stuff up. And uh we went to this and she like saw it was like she was like, Oh, Sergeant Slaughter, the wrestler and I was like, Oh yeah, cool and she was like, We gotta go and I was like, Alright, cool, let's go and she was like, Yeah, I never I know he's a wrestler and I was like, Oh yeah, we should watch this match that I uh, have seen like 12 times. <laughs> so yeah. we watched this match, <laughs> this specific match. Uh, this is the boot camp match from June 16th. Is it 16th? Is that right? It's 16th, yes. Yeah, uh, 84. Um, and I, I, you know, we had watched wrestling together before. She had seen, um, what had she seen? I guess she had seen. Yeah, okay. So she had visited me in Houston before I moved in February of that same year, 2014. And we watched, um, I believe on the very new WWE network. Uh, yeah. I think it was the first broadcast on there. Or first like live broadcast. It was the elimination chamber and it was the Wyatt family versus the shield, which is one of the great matches of the last decade, I think. Yeah. Um, and arguably just electric, incredible stuff. And that was like one of the first times I was like, this is what wrestling is. And she was like, Oh, okay, cool. This is good. <laughs> Like it was like the, yeah. the like what what a great way to sell somebody on this fucking one of the Absolutely. best matches of the last ten years like yeah, um and then yeah you know eventually and then now we have you know kids or whatever, um but yeah we met the sergeant slaughter we met Mister Sarge Mister Bob um at that at that thing and I talked to him and I talked to him and I said me and my wife watched or me and my girlfriend watched uh, you versus the Iron Sheik, um 
which is, this is very funny. Uh, you versus the Iron Sheik. Uh, yeah. The boot camp match, and and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's a great one." You ever see me and Pat Patterson and the and at the, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that one's good too." But then I, I, I in the the time since then, I'm like, "Oh, he must really be more proud of that Pat match than the Sheik match," because he brought that up to me. I was like, yeah. "The Sheik match," and he was like, "You ever see the Alley fight?" He said Alley fight too. Like he remembered it as the oh, Alley that's fight. Tough. That's crazy. That's a power move. Yeah. yeah, and then I got pictures of me and him locking up. Collar and elbow, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know how to do this." <laughs> it was like, you know, yeah. Um, and he put me in the fucking cobra clutch, and I got some good pictures. And me and my wife were both like on Adderall. Um, <laughs> my future wife at the time, you know. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have kids then. None of that shit. <laughs> Just two people on Adderall meeting Sergeant Slaughter at the baseball game. <sighs> Sergeant Slaughter versus the Iron Sheik from World Wrestling Federation, June sixteenth, nineteen eighty four. So this was what is what is Iron Sheik doing here? What is he? He's representing Iraq or just the Middle East ostensibly. He's representing Iran. Iran, he's, okay. Here's the thing: there aren't really like sheiks in Iran, but it, that that's not gonna. That's not you know. It's a good name. That's, that's What's not. the conflict in eighty four? What I don't. I know that like like Gaddafi was like positioned as like a that's like Libya, right? I know nothing yeah. about what any conflict was with Iran in nineteen eighty four. Was there anything the, or was it just fucking Muslim hostages. panic? Okay. All right. And I mean we were we were giving we were giving weapons to them both. Right, of course, of course, of course. But we were supporting uh Iraq in that as like the well there I mean, hey, you know Sure. We've all listened to Blowback Season One. Trust me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we get to bring that up another time too. That's great. We actually, we actually could. Yeah, we actually could. Gene, mean, mean Gene, right? In Gorilla, is yes. that right? How weird is that? Right? It's a weird team. I don't know. It probably existed. You know, I, I bet they did a, a number of these shows together, sure. and I don't know. You know. There's there's dozens of hours of a bunch of people talking that we would never expect. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they discussed the rules of this one. Um, the referee is out of the ring. It's falls count anywhere. There's no submission, no disqualification. Uh, pin only. And if there's a pinfall attempt uh, in the middle of the ring, basically the ref has to just climb all the fucking way in and make the count. Um, it's one of those stipulations where they really, I, I don't know, I don't know if they really thought out the details or if it just fell into place really well. Um, the alley fight had no ref and no defined rules. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, the towel throw finish, like, what, uh, I don't know what other finish would have been in that match. I'm really, I never, I, I, I can't really figure out what the hell else was, could have happened in that match. Um. There were no pinfall attempts in that match either, you know? Yeah. Um, it's very strange. Um, but the lead-in matches for this are also fantastic. There's an April match, I believe, from the Garden that's really good. And then there's one from, I think, D.C. or Maryland or the Cap Center, wherever yeah. that is. Um, Landover, which is Landover. outside D.C. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, and that's really good, too. I remember I watched all of those um, at some point. I watched all of these in, a, in, in order, and... I wouldn't say they build off of each other. They're all kind of the same. I mean, this is the this is the climax. But the other ones are all kind of the same. Um, but they're all good, you know. These are these guys fucking rule. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blassie. 
the Ayatollah Blassie? Was that right? I guess that's what Freddie was here, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever you seen Freddie Blassie wrestle? I don't think I have. No. He's, I mean, there's, is there some footage out there? Kind of like early 60s? Maybe. Maybe. The the word was always that, like, he, like, would bleed a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a dude who bled a lot. He does kind of look like an old sick pervert who would have his dick out and he'd be, like, jacking off of his own blood, kind of, right? He does kind of look insane. <laughs> he kind of looks... He kind of looks like Lloyd Kaufman or something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blassie. All right, Blassie's the man. Uh, hopefully, I don't know, figure out a way to watch a Blassie thing. <laughs> I would love to watch that, that old fucker cut his head open. Uh, Terry Daniels in the uniform with old glory. Terry Daniels is, uh, goes on to be, they have a, they have a tag match the next month, right? Versus who the fuck is it? I don't know. Uh, it's Terry Daniels and, and Sergeant Slaughter going to be a tag team after this. But Terry Daniels is also a guy, I think who is not a Marine who is definitely stealing valor. Stealing valor's cool. Yeah. I like Terry Daniels in that one match I've seen him in. Um, uh, it's oh, it's Ter- I'm sorry, it's Terry Daniels and uh, Sergeant Slaughter versus Dick Murdoch and Adrian Adonis. And oh, that's it's, it's the team. MSG show after this one, I believe. Um, and it's a firecracker of a match. Highly that's recommend. A North South, uh, yeah. connection. Great fucking team in that run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking Briscoe's match. Yeah. I think constantly about that match and Jack Briscoe's weird horny dance. Oh, I, oh yeah, oh yeah, I love it's that such match. Such a horny. Oh, match, I love dude. that match. I, I am all over the fucking. I am all over that match. Murdoch and Adonis versus the Briscoes. I what uh, December twenty second, nineteen eighty four. I, I believe fucking, that's right, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that fucking match. Um, that's one of those ones that I remember. Um, Hell yeah. Sarge looks fucking awesome. Classic black singlet top with the camo yeah. pants. Singlet sort of cut low, so it's like like almost to the belly button, you know? It's a, yeah. It's an interesting... The cut of the singlet's always interesting on a person. It really shows, you know, how, how comfortable they feel with their body. <laughs> I guess is kind of how I... When I look at that, I'm like, oh, I'd wear mine a little bit higher than that, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is one of my favorite fucking matches of all time, so, um, I don't know how to even talk about it. What's the swagger stick? Uh, is that just, like, a nightstick? It's like a thin thing, I think, alright, so in the, in the later match they call it a riding crop, and I think it's the same thing. Yeah, in the the Hogan match they call it a riding crop, which... It's a thin, extendable stick, I think. Does not, does not help the idea of this being... Gay or not gay? I guess riding crop is pretty gay. Now they mention it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> What's swagger? Swagger stick? I guess that's not. Excuse me, I burped. Big burp on the show. Uh, I guess that's not not gay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, the stick hits him in the face with his helmet. It's in the throat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He played the throat. He gets him in the throat a bunch. Like it's a, it's a, it's a hell of a weapon. It's, he gets, he fucks him where he fucks him right where he breathes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the steel helmet. The helmet is 
sick weapon. The hardcover, right? The the marine hardcover. Yeah. Um, which is, I guess, supposed to, in theory, deflect a bullet. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> like, is that that's what that's supposed to do, right? It's supposed to be thick enough that a bullet bounces off of it. I don't know how bullets yeah, work, yeah, really. I mean, like, I mean. Uh, basically, that like not necessarily bounce off, but like you know, you're not gonna, you you you'll live. Yeah. Oh, live. sure. You'll have like brain damage, like from impact trauma. Maybe. Damn. Probably but, not. Military's so fucking badass. I wish I would have. I don't know. <laughs> um, there is the wildest over the top corner bump from Sarge. Uh, the signature bump, where he goes. Sort of, he he gets whipped, and he you know similar to like Brett, you, uh, you mentioned that on a on a on a retro future episode. Yeah. Um. The the chest first bump. This is this is, and you know psychosis has his. Yeah. Where he sort of topes the, <laughs> the ring post and falls to the floor. Um. This is Sarge's signature corner bump, and this is how he gets eliminated from the ninety two Rumble. Um. He does this in a ton of matches. It's not. In this, in in these matches, he doesn't do it this well in any other match. But in this one, he does it, and the legs fling over. It's fucking crazy. And I asked him about this bump when I met him, and he was like, um, "I like I don't know what he said. Uh, he didn't really know." I was like, "How did you do that?" And he was like, "I don't know. I just tried it, and I just kind of fell, and that was just kind of it. Just kind of worked." <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like and you get a replay of this one too so you kind of see how insane it is from the other angle for a body of that size to fly through the yeah. air that way and i don't know you know he could have fucked himself up but he did that bump for uh, 10 years or more probably um there's uh i want to say this the maybe she attacks him with a chair goes for a pen on the floor gotta wonder if anybody has ever attempted a pin on the floor of madison square garden before this night yeah yeah i i feel like no much like i mean what, what the fuck is boot camp it i mean the, the fuck is a boot camp match well the referee's the outside match. i like it that match. i like that the referee has That's to stay cool. the fuck outside you get the you don't get your fucking you get out there and you come in if you have to make a count you fucking bitch you know yeah. I kind of like that. I'm kind of down with that. Um, this match, considerably less gay than the Pat match, but, you know, still has... It's it's a very... This is a very physical match, but it's a it's it's a war match. This is a match about war, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's about international conflict. It's um, about poor relations and how the diplomacy... It's no fucking answer for that right now. It's just about... <laughs> You this fuck and this fuck in the ring. Yeah, yeah in the, the ring they just fight. Yeah, it, the escalation occurs how, how it may, um, and the rules of engagement are. I guess they, I don't know. They go for they they, they see the, the they can do a pinfall on the floor of Madison Square Garden for the first time ever. It's very strange. Sheik has a belt on. Did you see yeah. this? Where Sheik takes a belt off, and apparently Sheik has been wearing a belt over his trunks. <laughs> for the whole match that's a power move yeah and then he just beats the shit out of sarge with it he like chokes him and shit um and then she i i don't know i'm watching this and sheik's sheik looks amazing 
his physique. We got to talk about him for just a minute. Um, him doing the fucking the weird weights. Yeah, shit. the exhibition yeah. weight training shit. That shit's so cool. He's still alive. Fucking, oh yeah, she looks like a fucking. He looks like an, an absolute beast. He's fucking hot. Look at that fucking guy. Look, He's got a great body. I'm seriously look at that. Look at his body and his his mustache is goofy, but like you like do. There's something to be done with him. And that dude, I want to fuck that dude. Like he is not. He is no fucking joke. He is a good looking dude, and he should have. Like there's a world. You remember when um Stephanie met. Uh, was it Ultimo De- Ultimo Guerrero? Oh, 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 not Ultimo Guerrero. Remember when she met Ultimo Guerrero, and she was like oh, Los Lagoneros, Ultimo, Dra- Ultimo, yeah. Ultimo Dragon, and she was like Ultimo Cutie, and she was like, "You shouldn't wrestle with a mask." Yeah. What if somebody was like, uh, "What about Sheik, but he's hot," you know? I don't know. I should have. I, mean, ar- I should have been around back then. I should have been Vince's first daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been like Sheik's hot. You should push him. As... Sheik, but he has like a Rudolph Valentino gimmick. <laughs> yes, yes. No, yeah. I don't Sheik, know. But he fucks. Sheik, Sheik, but fucking. Yes. Sheik um, is the original version of the Godfather. Like he just has mm, women around, which absolutely. is like such a classic, like WWF. Like give him women. Give yeah. Him, like like, what do we do? Throw this intense. Give him women. Yeah. Yeah, given given give him give him some hoes, give him some b words. So I wasn't gonna say that word on the podcast. Beat the shit out of uh, Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> See, that's fucking great. There's a world where the sheik is a pimp. Absolutely, I'm glad we went down this road. I thought I was crazy for a minute when I was just like talking about how I wanted to fuck the sheik and suck Get his dick. This pants mustache. <laughs> <laughs> But we turned it back around, and now we're like, yeah, it could have been a fucking money gimmick, of course. Now I don't have anything to be embarrassed about. Loaded boot! Urchin Playboy. Loaded boot. Loaded boot is cool. Loaded especially, boot. Especially with the controversial boot. Uh, I, I love how Gorilla calls it those controversial boots, and like the next match is like, dude, this is a... Uh, no, it's it's in this match, you idiot. Uh... It's like, dude, this isn't. This is the boot camp match. What the? He, he can wear fucking chainsaws on his feet. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, but it is established. All right. So at one point, I do want to say uh, there is a there is a big comeback at some point where Sarge Sarge throws him through the ropes. Sheik's got him like by the by the throat with a belt. Um, it's all you know. We're all thinking about what this would be like for us to have if this happened to us. And Sarge throws him out of the ring and. Monsoon says the crowd is growing bananas, of course. Um, and then the loaded boot. And the, record, the crowd is fucking hot. They're shit. growing bananas. Um, <laughs> the loaded boot. I. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean, loaded boot? What do you mean Here's he's loading question. his boot? What does that Did mean? He wrestle with it? Does he wrestled with a loaded boot this whole time? Like, has he had a bunch of shit? Has he had like a sack of ball bearings in his boot? Okay, whole and it's like it's That's like evenly stupid. distributed, and then at the then he's like he like taps it all to the front, and it makes the why front does, of the boot why heavier. Why and just have like a third boot? Or why wouldn't he just have? Why don't just have a third? Weapon? Hey, why don't just have a third leg? You get me? Why doesn't? Why does he have a long ass? You know. what I'm saying? 
pog. What did I just have a third boot? Yeah, oh. loaded boot. What the fuck is a loaded boot? Also, I want to say, the Sheik's controversial shoes. When I was a kid, I would always be like, hey, those shoes are kind of pointy. Is he going to hurt somebody with those shoes? When I was a kid, I thought this. So I'm down with that. Those are controversial yeah. boots. Just not, but not in this context. No, I always was like, is he going to kick somebody and stab somebody with that little point? Where's yeah. the, What country is this guy from? I was like a little kid, and I'm like, who's this guy? Who's this foreign fuck with his pointy shoes? <laughs> That's literally what I thought. I don't know. Sheik, Sheik's a fucking masterful gimmick. He's one of the greatest yeah. of all time. We need to, like, what's the good Sheik shit? Is it just this? It's not just this, but we, like, don't know. Yeah. Also. It sucks. It's all, it like, fucking sucks. Because he's so fucking good. Cool shit. And we have none but, of it. Oh, I'm blowing up the mic. He's great. A bunch of bullshit and fucking ter- fuck he's, Toronto. He's he's hot and he's scary. He's got sharp shit on his fucking shoes, and he's got he loads his boots. And fuck do you load a fucking boot? You load that he boot found up, a way, and man. Do whatever you like with that boot, you fucking sexy son of a bitch. He gets spent. He he sent he gets sent high speed over the top. Sheik takes a yeah. huge bump. Is Sheik, what, Sheik's a bump guy now? Like, he's a fucking maniac. I, you know, again, I haven't seen any of the younger Sheik. I've seen, like, what, the title win against Backlund? I've seen him lose the title a month later. And then I've seen this shit. And then, like, then, what, he's on cocaine, you know, do, <laughs> doing the fucking, him, him teaming with what? Who's he teaming with? Zukov or... He's teaming with Nikolai Volkov. Volkov, yeah, Vol- not yeah, not Zukov, Volkov, and like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, this is the peak of Sheik. This is peak. This is peak Sheik, right? It has to be. <laughs> this is peak Sheik. We found peak I Sheik. Mean, I mean, obviously. Then it, I mean, we. There's got to be more shit, but we don't fucking have it, man. Yeah. Again, you know where else there, there's a lot of Sheik? Where's the Sheik? Fucking AWA. Yeah, Trey Sheik. Fucking Vern. Trey Sheik. Fuck- Fucking Vern, piece of shit. Yeah, that footage. That footage just go, doesn't exist, or what? Yeah, I mean, fuck, I don't know. It, it exists in some weirdo's basement. Yeah. I, well, hey, listen, I'm a weirdo. I'm sitting in my basement, and I'm existing as hell. You are not as weird as the guy who has all the AWA footage in his basement. Yeah, and but fucking, I mean, in some goddamn in the, like the fucking town, the, uh, like a serious man is set in. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean that's not too far off from the town I live in. But also, I'm existing as hell in my basement. Um, I'm growing bananas in here. Fuck is right in the mentaculus in your goddamn basement. <laughs> the, so this, the blood in this match comes really late. Um, uh, she keeps doing this thing where he puts his boot up on the buckle. And then sends Sarge into his own foot in the buckle, which is weird. Um, there's a block yeah. of this, and we get a close-up of Sarge that is so stunning. Bob Remus' face is insane. He looks crazy. Yeah. Um, he ends up getting sent into the post, or maybe, I don't know, metal metal part of the buckle, and then comes away bleeding heavily. Um, I didn't see the bl- the blade on this one. They hit it. He hit it a little better. Maybe he got criticized for previous efforts. Um and then naturally, of course, Sheik bites the bloody wound. 
Um, That's better. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's a freak. Sheik has some punches that are interesting. I'll say that. There's some, yeah. There's like some, there's some hammer blows. I don't know. I just watched Sid versus Scott Steiner at Starcade 2000. Let me tell you what, some bad punches in that match. Um, But Sid does these like hammer fist blows, and they're not like, I don't know. It's not if you know on. They're not a good punch, but I guess they're an okay hammer fist. And that's yeah. kind of what Sheik is doing here. Sheik's kind of doing something else. It's not really a punch. So I don't know. He's doing whatever. Sheik is Sheik. He can do whatever. Sheik, Sheik, is, Sheik is working proto-MMA gimmick, you know? Oh, sure. Oh, fuck. That that would have been really stupid. Sheik coming back and <laughs> after the fucking Sultan. And what? Just, at, like, uh, the raw... The... <laughs> The 2020 COVID Raw Underground. Yeah. She comes she, back and fights Baba Tunde. She, <laughs> I, I believe you mean Dabakado. Okay, sure. Now known as Commander Aziz. Sure. Yeah. Um, I believe <laughs> though. I'm like fucking the the fucking Iron Sheik versus Ken Shamrock in the Lions Den, man. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm all about that. Where does I love Iron that. Sheik? Fit in with the nation of domination. <laughs> That's an interesting question. This is the thing. I don't, is, I don't know if we will ever get a chance to really talk chic. Talking chic. Talking chic. That's really true. I don't know. And if, I mean, I, this is the, this might again, be it. One of the things, in the, and you know, again, one of the things I love: extremely pro wrestling ass men. Who the fuck? Look at this man. This is such a he pro wrestling incredible. ass man. He really is incredible. I. I guess, you know, and he's still alive, and those guys, like, run his Twitter account. Yeah. I, you know, that's, like, a controversial thing, and I know people kind of shit on it. But I hope I, he makes money off of it. I hope I he makes money off of it, and also I find it funny 35% of the time, which is a... I Like, you know, it's it's in the range of, like, green-yellow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of yeah. okay with it. <laughs> Yeah, I just want them. To, I, 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 they can, they make money off of it, whatever. But Sheik should make like eighty percent of the profits. Yeah, I mean, I don't know like about that Virgil stuff. Virgil yeah. account is is much dumber. I don't know anything about that Virgil account. We'll talk about Virgil soon. Um, yeah, uh, what? So he he Sheik loads his boot again. So I got to ask you. <laughs> You load the boot and then you what you use it and then what? You gotta reload the boot? Someone <laughs> loading a goddamn boot works. Now you gotta you reload say, the boot? Vaughn, what the fuck do you know about loading a boot? I know how loading a glove works. Okay. So it should work the same way, because it's a goddamn object to clothing. So every time you hit somebody with it, it moves the it moves the weight backwards, so you gotta reload it to the front? Is that I'm just talking logistics here. Listen. No, I mean, maybe. But I just want to say, nobody's ever asked this question. This is a conversation no one has ever had. You know, why don't you just hit the guy with brick? Because that's legal Like Angel Odemonio, and that's, yes, of course. You hit a dude for, or you hit him, you, you, you just, why don't you just shoot a guy with a gun? A brick is a different thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to have a loaded boot. What is the logistical argument for the loaded boot? He reloads the boot. He's got to reload Reloading it. Reloading the boot. Vince is a fucking idiot. I don't know. It's cool. I don't oh, know. This is a match where Gene Oakland does say, 
what a maneuver! So does he say that. it? Yeah, yeah, he does say it, and you're like, that's wild, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of crazy shit in this. I don't know. The noise is crazy. The crowd's crazy. There's a bunch of great shots of the crowd. It's like as loud as I've ever heard it in MSG. Like I, I would, I wonder. Like I wish I had like a guy there with the, like a decibel counter for this compared to like Hulk winning the belt, because yeah. like. You know, they got really loud against Sheik. They fucking hate Sheik. And I wonder, you know, like, here's the thing, right? Hulk, like, Sheik wins the belt off, off Backlund, right? Yeah. And then Hulk wins the, belt off of, uh, wins the belt off of Sheik. And then Hulk goes on to be the champ, right? la di da da Hulkamania, do to do to do Yeah, real American, yeah. Fight for the rights of every man and whatnot and so forth. What does the guy he beat do? Well, I guess he's got to take on ostensibly the number two baby face, kind of. But here's the thing about Sergeant Slaughter in June of '84 WWF. He he's doesn't been a baby feel face for like three months. Yes, and... yes. Also, it feels like a completely fucking different promotion from what Hulk is doing in a yeah. different spot of the card. Like, it's, it's that's bizarre. Hulk. That's that's still a different man than, like, than, like, yeah. real cocaine Hulk. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, everything's kind of crazy. 84 is crazy. You know, the Briscoes are there, and, like, the, you know, there's all these fucking imports from... Dick Murdoch's fucking here. Yeah, yeah, it's a crazy time. 84 is... Dick Murdoch's there. It's, 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 it's like, it's not some, like, like rocking jock vision, you know? Right. Well, Piper comes in, you know. I mean, it's... 84 is the craziest time for WWF, because, like, that, that year and a half, like, right before WrestleMania 1, is just psychotic, like, you know, just going for broke cocaine madness and it fucking rocks um it's my favorite time that in 2000 you know <laughs> that and that and like radicals era and shit you know i got the my kresge the kresge the kresge era and the weird 84 you know southern invasion shit kind of happening um yeah it's a hell of a match this uh this thing kind of you know she, she kind of he bleeds eventually um, we get double juice. Obviously, Sheik bleeds actually better than Slaughter does. Sheik bleeds a gusher, and what is it? It Slaughter goes up to the top and hits him with like a, just a jumping kick to the head off the top. That's completely it lacks any fucking resemblance z- of grace. Um, but it's Sergeant Slaughter. It shouldn't be graceful. It should just look like it hurts. Right, and Monsoon. As he does, it says the steel toe boot off the top. So in theory, this is not a loaded boot. This is just a steel toe boot. Um, and she bleeds like crazy after that. And I guess there's a bunch of trash. Why is that not a controversial shoe, Monsoon? You fuck. Yeah. Well, you know, it's defending America. You're an idiot. I know. He's defending America uh, from these evil. He's a New York idiot. Mm, sort of. Guido voice. I'm aware. You we just need to do the bit. <laughs> no, but it's funny because I, I I watched this and I was like, which country does Sheik actually represent here? And I I didn't know, and you had to tell me because I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of trash in the ring. Uh, Sarge delivers. I guess this is probably the the easiest choice for a gif ever. 
Um, one of the best ever punch combos I've ever seen in my ever, ever, entire, ever life, which sort of ends in this amazing Three Stooges-esque wind-up for the finishing blow. Yeah. And it's just, you know, we say good punches, and good punches are good punches, but when you can do it with the rabid crowd and you have the rhythm and they're cheering with each fucking blow and the impact is the garden is right in tune with every shot and then they fucking and they get it and then they whoa, while you're winding up that last one, you know, yeah. doesn't get any better than that. It literally doesn't get any better than that. I don't know. I think that's I think that's one of my favorite little punch combos ever um again this is one of my favorite matches of all time though so. yeah it's great it's fucking great yeah Sheik bleeds fucking crazy he's i i was actually shocked watching this again how much he bleeds in this oh match. it's because it's taking forever You're yeah not, you almost feel like he's not gonna somehow even though you know it's late he's gonna bleed it's really late in the match the and then when it, it it comes in like a fucking lion for sure sick man and then the so uh, there's a moment in here where Sarge scoop slams him, and he goes for the cover, and then it takes for fucking ever for the referee to get in the ring for the count, um, which immediately like exemplifies, and that sort of changes the rhythm of the match. You got to kill the fucking guy for the win because it yeah. this this becomes basically longer than any fucking Torontes lucha three count, you know, where the yeah. guy the fat ass motherfucker. It's not Sandy Dennis, but it's some guy. It's some <laughs> fucking Guido piece of shit uh, has to climb in the ring and try to make a three count. And he can barely count to three as it is. Every fucking WWF ref. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Only it, Tim White and fucking uh, Jimmy Corderas were good. Everyone else, piece of shit. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the right take. Oh, um, fuck Hebner's. Yep. Fuck them both. Yep. Only Brian is good. He doesn't count. We talked about you. 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 Uh... <laughs> like attempt for the Hebner's. Yeah. No, no, no. But you, you were caping for Brian, and I was, I was like, I don't know. I was just some white guy to me, and so I trust you. If Brian's good, it, no, I, I, I just like that. Sma- I like that SmackDown crew from. Uh, you like the sa- yeah? We all talk. You have it in your bio. It's SmackDown Six. You love the SmackDown Six referee crew. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Nick Patrick. You have it in your bio on Twitter, of course, of course. Uh, Better works. Uh, I forgot about this. This should be a callback every time. Um, Sheik, the suplex machine. He's hitting. Gorilla does drop a suplex. You know why? Because Gorilla's an idiot. Well, you know he's. You know it's it's the time. It's when you. When else are you gonna say suplex except for 1984? Um, Gut wrench. Very big, very big Sarge and Slaughter. He's a very big man to do a gut wrench suplex on. Not an easy move to do. Very hard on the wrists. Um, big ass vertical suplex to hell of an arc. And he's signaling the ref before going for the fall, which is pretty smart. It's like a, there's like an evolving understanding of the rules for each guy in this match. Where he gets really smart because at this point, Sheik's like, "Well, if I'm ever gonna fucking get the win in this, I gotta get the referee in here before I pin him." You know. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of thought put in this, um, and then, but and then also I feel like this does t- kind of take on the the structure of a lucha like an epic lucha match in a puestus or maybe even a big title match where we're in these this mode where it's just like huge move in this case it's 1984 so a huge move is a big fucking vertical suplex yeah and that gets That's like a, a yeah and it was a fucking nice suplex you know. And that gets the long, slow 2.9 count, you know. Um, and then Sheik takes his boot off, 
load, tries to load his boot on the buckle. He's like packing his fucking pack of cools, you know? Yeah. Um, he turns, he misses the shot. Uh, Slaughter hits a left, like left-handed lariat, the Slaughter cannon. Yeah. Um, boot goes flying out of the ring. And I guess Monsoon throws it back in. Is that what you kind of? Does it actually go out of the ring? Or it does. does. It, go out of it does. No, it goes out of the ring, and you see somebody toss it back in. You literally see it out of the ring, and then you see somebody toss you it go, back in. Fellas? Yeah, I think it was Gorilla. I think it was Gorilla. It'd just be funny if it was Gorilla. Yeah, it makes the most sense to me. Um, yeah, he he sort of he they kind of drag themselves to it, grabs the fucking boot. Crawls up the ropes, fucking loads it on the buckle, whatever the fuck that means. He's loading the boot. I don't know what the fuck you're yeah. talking about. Load it with what? I don't know. Delivers one final blow. Three, middle of the ring. Crowd explodes. America's great again. Basically, it's over for the Middle East after tonight. I just want to say, Middle East, basically done. They never stood a fucking chance after the boot camp match. And any attempts, you know, 9-11, <laughs> Should have watched the boot camp match. Should have known what the fuck was gonna happen to y'all. Uh, All right. Yeah. Man, vent time. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking surf, bitch. I love this match. <laughs> My God. I love that match. I love that match. All right, come on. Man, vent time. J- June third, nineteen ninety one. June third. Is it that late? Yeah. Oh my god, Evan is April for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. We're also still Madison Square Garden. A lot of MSG, baby. Yeah. WWF. Sarge. Sergeant Slaughter representing the goddamn Iraqis versus fucking Hulk Hogan in the Desert Storm match. Uh, Things this match has. The (laughs) extremely funny commentary team. Of Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby the Brain Heen, and Jim the Anvil Nightheart. <laughs> yeah, that one thought, caught me off guard. At first I thought Gorilla was saying Admiral. I'm like, who the fuck's Admiral? I was like, oh, he said Anvil. What the fuck? Now I'm even more confused. Why it was when the city talk? Yeah. Ever? He barely says a word. He barely says a word. Yeah, because he's, he's fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How do you commentate this? This is the Desert Storm match. Oh, we get a you know, I mean, well, this thing comes here. You know, we have a lot of mm. great uh, gorilla military speak that sounds like, that is extremely oh, yeah. Cena oh, yeah. compromised to a permanent end. Yeah. Like, Vince loves that shit. And you don't think about Vince, like, obviously he would love that shit. But you don't even think about, like, oh, in fucking 20 years before that, he's fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess it makes sense. I mean, Hulk Hogan was like beating up Iraqis. Like that's the deal. Like he would have brought the the deal is that Sergeant Slaughter has to be the guy because Sergeant Slaughter was the guy who eventually completely finished our Iron Sheik. You know, yeah. Like it has to be him, and he can't run Iron Sheik again because Iron Sheik is old as shit. You know, and he can't do it. Yeah, Iron Sheik is just like. <laughs> fucking sidekick at this point like, yeah literally and he's also now a fucking iraqi which is what well right yeah turtle mustafa right mustafa so all right uh, before we get to this because, I, I mean, as, as you said before because the general adnan uh, shake and then kasi 
uh, Merriman, like, went to high school with fucking Saddam Hussein. I mean, <laughs> right? Like, that came up before, right? He, yeah. Funny man. He did not. He his also. I mean, he left the country in like 1975 or some shit like that. Well, so whatever he thought about, say, the Shah or the Ayatollah or whatever the fuck, you know. Maybe he was a Mossadam man, but uh-huh. time had time had fucking gone for that. Well, this has got to be Adnan's like greatest payday, right? Is this run? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. that's cool. He's a good. He's a good guy. I like. I like Adnan. I like. Um, before we get too deep in this, Slaughter goes. He leaves. He sees the writing on the wall in WWF. He says, "Like, okay, I'm obviously never going to be a, a top guy here because Hogan's the guy." Yeah. Um, and he leaves, and he he goes to AWA, and he becomes kind of the top guy. For a yeah. little bit, maybe? He's like, but it's sort of an interim top guy, because there's like... You can never get under the shadow of Bachwinkle, there. Yeah, and even then, it's like... Well, like, well, Hennig will be the guy eventually, right? Right. Yeah, or like, we'll do, we'll figure something out. Scott Hall! Nah, I don't be Scott Hall. Nah. Right. And then Scott Hall sucks dick for another And then Zabisco years. has the belt for a little bit, and it's like a... Yeah, I don't know. It's a AWA is weird. That's the thing. As we 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 talked about fitting an AWA match in here, and you watched the the famous match, the famous worst match of the DVDVR. Oh, AWA it was. Set. It, was just, it wasn't the worst ranked match. Just it wasn't worked. okay. No, nah, but it was very low. It was very low, and we couldn't find any. I couldn't find the Stan Hansen match. Any either of them that were that actually made it. I can just find others. That set is on um, I uh, on uh, XWT Classics. I, I I that's where I got it. So it's out there. If you okay. if there's any reason to ever watch those for this show, we can get those. Um, but we didn't do that. Stand, then he came back um, in I guess summer of '90 during the invasion of Kuwait, uh, the original yeah. invasion of Kuwait. And supported it, and uh, and sort of was like, uh, you know, they, they capitalized on this before the invasion in 91. Like, the thing with the Sarge character in 91 is that he was already playing that character before the actual Gulf War kicked off. Which I think That's a lot... Of, yeah, and I mean... Do you people don't realize about, that. People forget Bix. Yeah. Um, I mean... Now, that's because, like, the idea of, like, war with Iraq was sort of imminent because of the whole, I don't know, I mean, go go listen to season one of Blowback. Yeah, yeah, your, I mean, yeah, sure. So Whatever. your, so your purview. But it's like, like, it was kind of bound to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, the writing was on the wall. Everybody, yeah, of course. They needed a new enemy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's it's interesting to, like, look at, at Vince. Like a uh, dumbass Saddam. Of course that's going to be a good enemy. Yeah, and, you know, it, yeah, of course. It's interesting that Vince was just like, yeah, let's do this. And he kind of, you know, that's that's the thing. And, and it didn't really, I guess overall, I, bet, I don't think it popped business any to have this, like, beloved old star from seven years ago come back as, like, a mega heel supporting the enemy in a foreign war. If yes, if you believe, I mean, the whole thing of like, well, they had to move it from out of uh, WrestleMania out of the LA Coliseum right. into the LA Sports Arena. 
because because they were going to sh- afraid that someone was going to shoot slaughter. It was because if if that that was because the ticket sales weren't that good. Yeah, that's the rule. That's that's the that's the ru- the rumor. Vince that's the, the story. Vince would have fucking loved that. Yeah, what well, was it was supposed to be at the L.A. Coliseum, which is like a hundred thousand people, right? Yeah. Um, and they moved it to the L.A. Memorial Sports Arena. Um, which, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, of course, of course they weren't going to sell. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much business is falling by this point. Um, but yeah, obviously they're not going to sell that place out. I haven't seen that match that, uh, that WrestleMania seven match. I haven't seen that in, you know, 100 years. It's not, I mean, it's not like nobody talks about it as something to go watch, like revisit, like. If you're gonna go revisit something from that show, it's fucking Savage Warrior. Yeah, that match course. is amazing. And there's some other good stuff in there. I feel like that's an okay show. Um, but yeah, Katow was there, which is wild. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Tenryu. Um, yeah. Talk. Tenryu. Ganekura Tenryu. Um, yeah. So we got an alley fight. Uh, we got a boot camp match. Which now is now we got Desert Storm. Yeah, Desert Storm. I just want to say the boot camp match decisively less campy than the alley fight um and then this the desert storm match which uh yeah brain monsoon and jim the anvil neidhart on commentary jim the manvil uh first hulk hogan match ever covered in this show huh absolutely weird ironically we're gonna talk about Hogan. We're not talking about. I mean, it, it's really. not. There's not a long discussion to be had about him on this or that. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll find. It, I mean, we'll the find idea is where is he at in The idea. Well, so the idea is where is he at here, right? Yeah. Because this is a weird spot. This is like post warrior, post savage. Like he's coming in. He's got clearly ego. You know. Things are happening psychologically, Togan, um, which leads to this match, right? I mean, yeah, this whole feud. This is a weird ego trip for Hogan. Um, he comes out wearing the camo and the dog tags and some kind of war mask. The fucking mask. What is the thing he's wearing? They, yeah, they call it like I don't know what the fuck it is, dude, but it kicks ass. It's, it's cool. A really sick Hogan look. It is. I mean, he's got like war paint on. It's very strange. Um, he fucks up the opening of this match. Did you see this? You heard about this? So the opening okay, of this okay. match is Hogan throws the belt in the ring, and then yeah. Sarge grabs it and he's distracted. But then Ho- the first time he tries it, Hogan tries to throw the belt in the ring. He somehow throws it over his own head and behind him. So if, you, if anybody's watching this after the fact, look out for that because it's really funny. Because then he has to go grab it off the ground and do it again. Um, and then while he is, I guess while Sarge is distracted, he he has, what has he got, powder? He's got fucking cocaine, yeah. Yeah, did you hear what Gorilla Here's called fa- him? You hear what Gorilla said? He called it tear gas. A little tear gas off the bat. <laughs> very weird. Very. I love the setup that our babyface champion is a war criminal. You mentioned the the military terminology. Gorilla also very early on says the phrases <clears throat> victory at any cost and unconditional surrender. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, uh, I believe he also says this match is termination. All right. Very cokey. Yeah. Very fucking fascist. Mm-hmm. Very fucking Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah, this is very strange. This is very this is Lukin Mafia, if you know what I'm talking. <laughs> no, but this is this is for real. The most like this is the most. I don't know. Maybe it got worse in after like post nine eleven, but this is among the most like disgustingly like jingoistic shit yeah, ever in in the company. Yeah, it's totally bonkers. Uh, it rocks. I mean, it's great, and that's kind of this is kind of you know this is the impetus for this this whole episode, I guess, for doing this at this time. Because, I mean, I guess you know patriotism in you know babyface caricatures in wrestling is like a classic thing you know the usa chant the you know hacksaws and your fucking and it, it spans multiple decades obviously yeah um but especially like around here where this is sort of the beginning of the end for america right where um the 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 flag fetishism really takes off around the time of the gulf war i think right yeah and 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 then it's no turning back from there, and it just gets worse and worse until now we're where we are now, right? Yeah. Where we're making it a black and white flag and just making one of the lines blue. Uh, like, it's crazy, man. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. It's crazy how far we come from this moment. Um, yeah. Uh, what is there to say about this? It's a, it's a weird match where... Slaughter takes almost none of it, and Hogan looks like he's gonna puke the entire time. Odd. <laughs> I remember this being better. So much shit, it's great. I I thought this match in my head, this match was better than it was. This match is fine. It's like it's got some fun shit in it. It's got a really good finish and a couple of really fun spots, but it's kind of weird. Hogan just yeah. seems fucking. He is lethargic. <laughs> he's lethargic. Yeah, for a man who is clearly on so much fucking blow. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 yacked up too. He's like, this is like the this he is looks like so orange. Yeah, yeah, he's very yeah. There's a lot wrong with Hogan in this match for sure. There's a lot wrong with Hogan in most matches, but in this match especially, I feel like this is sort of like this is. This ho- isn't where I'm, when it's not like fun in this match. No, yeah, you know you know the persona Hollywood Hogan from the NWO. Yeah. This is actual Hollywood Hogan. This is actual Hollywood cocaine and steroid Hogan at the worst. Like, I think this is him, like, what, he's, he's coming off like, uh, he's like, what, did he just film Suburban Commando or he's about to or some shit? Yeah. Like, he's fucking fucked up. And he's just in war paint. And he thinks he's actually in the Gulf War in this match. Yeah. I don't know. It's a pretty good match. It's all right. Slaughter bleeds, and I feel like there's not a lot of juice in this period, right? I don't know. I mean, you don't think about that, like the Sarah, as being one for for fucking color. Yeah, I mean Hogan. I feel like Hogan bled versus like Macho Man at WrestleMania five. I think that's right. And like Hogan would juice every now and then, but I don't know. It was it's it it seems weird, and it, and it, and it, ma- it definitely makes this stick out. Um, Sarge slows, Sarge has slowed down a little bit by this point, but he does do, he does his big bumps, you know. Um, He's trying to work his ass off for two here. Yeah, and Hogan, you know, and Hogan mounts him and, you know, guess who has good punches? Hulk, Hulk damn Hogan. 
Yeah. Has good punches. Sorry. Yeah, he's got good punches. Um, punching a bloody forehead makes it even better. Love uh, it. Yeah, and that's the stuff. That's what it's all about. Slaughter takes a slingshot into the post. You know what? I mentioned it earlier. Cool, cool move. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> he makes a near comeback at some point here. And, and Slaughter has just had his ass kicked. Um, and then he, he gets cut off because Hogan just no-sells all of his offense and doesn't eye-rake. Um, <laughs> like, Hogan's just taking the whole match. It just doesn't matter. Um, all right, so Slaughter finally gets control uh, because he's got a canteen that's been hanging from his belt the whole match. Now, did you recognize the canteen earlier in the match? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Why would you wrestle a match like but then when you realize it's a loaded canteen? Right. All right. Really stupid. When you realize it's, you know, a weapon, that's that's cool. Like fucking clip a bunch of weapons to your belt, that's sick. But yeah, okay. That's the thing. That famous loaded canteen. Monsoon. It's made out of fucking metal. Yeah, they say what could be in that canteen? Sand, lead, and Gorilla says, "Well, it certainly isn't water." Water would be a sick choice. And I'm just like... Waterboard the motherfucker. All right, but first of all... They were doing that then. Sure. Let me just ask you, if you're using this as a blunt object, is water lighter than sand? Honest, serious question. Sincere question. Don't know. A, 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 A canteen full of water, pretty heavy, right? Yeah. You fill it with sand, is it that much heavier? And also, listen to me. Hear me. Hear me out here. You put water in that motherfucker, you can drink it if you're thirsty. Yes, exactly. I think, I think that makes much more sense personally. So you I think fucking hydrate. Yeah, that, yeah, of course. All. This is the desert storm. You think it's got? You think there's water in desert storm? It's the desert. <laughs> okay, uh, Sarge gets like a big weight belt kind of thing, right? And whips Hulk yeah. with it. And I feel like I said this on when we talked about La Parca, but also. I don't remember what we said then. What the hell is a weight belt? It's to keep... Why do you wear it? It's like, so your body doesn't get fucked up while you're lifting weights. Oh, it helps to keep your form. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was like a cock ring, where you like you put it on your cock and it makes you fuck better. I thought you like you do it like you put on your... Uh, are you doing a PS4 over there? <laughs> are you launching Yakuza Kiwami 2? No, uh, the light was on the, P- I'm like, the light on the PS. I gotta turn this off. I hear your fucking PS4 over there. All right, let's There's finish. There's no this. other fucking sound right now. All right, yeah. let's finish. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What the hell? Uh, Sarge does some stuff. There's some whatever. He gets a camel clutch on Hogan. All right, means nothing. Hogan <laughs> breaks out of it immediately. But <laughs> I want to say the idea of the camel clutch. He's taught the camel clutch by Sheik, right, in theory? Yeah. Hogan broke out of the camel clutch in 84, in January of 84, to win the title, to kick off Hulkamania. The idea is that Sarge could use it to then break Hulkamania, right? Yeah. And it's this really fantastic narrative loop to make us, you know, to close the loop, to close the circle, um, that is just completely... Doesn't mean anything because Hogan just beats him again and it, nothing yeah. means anything. <laughs> well, the beautiful part is what does Hogan beat him with? Do well, you have any more notes? No, I got more notes. I got more notes. Um, I I like I like this whole segment here. Um, 
I do think Hogan by 91 is pretty much done having good matches. Yeah. Um, I think this might be the last really good match. I don't know. He's probably got a couple <clears throat> after this. Excuse me. I mean, he probably does not have a good one left in WWF. It's all like... No. That's all Rock. Yeah. I guess, a good match. Uh, you know, the, yeah, well, yeah, the Rock match is good. Yeah, that's... A, yeah, I forget about that. And He has some <clears> good <throat> stuff in WCW. His Japan stuff... Yeah, no, there's there's other stuff. There's it's not over for him here. I just think by this point in his run as the Hulkamania, you know, who could give a shit? Yeah, it's just like it's fucking done. <laughs> get um, the fuck, yeah, get this fucking guy out of here, man. Yeah, the rest of this match is good though. You know, I don't know. Um, there's a funny spot. Um, I no, I guess I guess to go back just a second. I guess I like the idea of a closed loop. Of the narrative of the of the camel clutch, and that you know he couldn't do it either or whatever. But it just like they do nothing with it, and the yeah. idea that this has been you know the 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 arc of Hulkamania, and he you know savage and warrior and whatever Hulkamania Hulk had to come back to defeat once again Sheik's evil Middle Eastern you know whatever whatever the yeah. fuck this is. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I think it's a good storytelling arc in theory, except that it's so poorly executed. Um, yeah. Yeah. The match is good, though. You know. I don't know. Slaughter goes up to match. the top and falls off, God, which is really yeah. weird. And then he goes back up, and then Hogan throws him off. Yeah. Um, which I, I guess Hogan didn't know that he was supposed to do it the first time. Was he just not there? Like... In my head, know. in my head, it was like Slaughter's literally doing bumps on his own, wrestling an invisible man in this match, and he's like just trying to make Hogan look good. Um, but Ho- yeah, Hogan does throw him off with the flare flip. You know, uh, Monsoon calls it a scud missile or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, and then they, they hit the the at this point the Hogan main event signature turning point spot, the big like. Uh, f- feed into the final act of the match, the double clothesline where they both go down and then they both slowly get up, which is in basically every Hogan main event from like '88 to '93, <laughs> um, if not longer. Uh, Slaughter takes his boot off. Um, at the same Love time, the boot getting taken off. Yeah, like, yeah, do so it. So much, so much of the feedy sweeties. Yeah, of course, and it's a you know it's a callback to the to many previous matches he's had. I think. Uh, I think only only that we've seen two where there are bare feet, but you know, um, I, I think that probably happened with a lot of slaughter matches. Uh, and he's going back to the old well, and Hogan's fucking around doing some bullshit too. <laughs> yeah, and it's great. All right, listen, Hogan throws a fucking wonderful fireball. Oh, it, it kicks ass. I think Lawler would be proud. Uh, Heenan yells that it's a Patriot missile. Uh, which I'm down for. Uh, I'm chant. I'm waving my fucking flag when I, see, you know, when I see this. And waving then, my flag. What uh, is what is Hogan? My dick. Yeah. <laughs> what does Hogan do right after? He rips his camo fucking shirt open. Uh, it's just really great <laughs> stuff. Hogan hits the axe bomber. Uh, the boot. I don't know. Slaughter feeds like four running bumps into him for the fucking. <laughs> Like, he's just, you know, he's Slaughter's just doing the thing, you know, doing the same thing that Adrian Adonis would have done in 86 if he was facing Hogan in fucking Minnesota or whatever, you know? Same shit. Hogan's slower and older, but, you know. He's 
still the champ. Yeah, he's still the fucking champ, and you feed for the motherfucker. I don't know. Hogan locks in the camel clutch, and then <laughs> and then Adnan throws in the towel. Um, and then here's the thing: if we we <clears throat> eighty one to ninety one, we've officially closed the loop on Slaughter. Because yeah. how did how does the eighty one match in? How does the ninety one match in? Same exact way. Towel. Towel. Um, don't forget to bring a towel. Fucking towel. Some shit. Some some ugly ass kid in the ring with Hogan. Yeah, there's some shit happens, and then some <laughs> kid jumps in the ring, and there's a kid in the ring with Hogan, and there's a bunch of people throwing fucking American flags in there, and it's like I don't know. That's pretty weird. Yeah. Like, listen, That's listen. Disrespectful to the flag, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Fuck that flag, though, in fairness. Fuck our flag. Flag's fuck the asshole. flag. But listen, like, if you weren't from America and you saw this, you'd be like, That's pretty weird. America's <laughs> fucking weird, man. That's pretty weird. How the fuck do you explain this fucking place? Yeah. You can't. Uh, anyways. I don't know. Sergeant Slaughter has a career after that. He fucking wrestles Triple H in a. Like an eighteen-minute minute match that sucks. Like it's really fucking six years epic. after, and then he's like he RKO'd, and he's still alive. I met him yeah. once in a minor league baseball game. He's the fucking man. He fucking kicks ass. I think that's it. I think I think he can steal all the valor he fucking wants. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I park in that spot when I go to the Hy-Vee, I park in the hero spot. Oh yeah, fuck that. That's fucking cool. I mean, you know what's better than parking in the handicap spot? And you know what fucking people <laughs> who've been in the military do? They love parking in the handicap spot. It's one step closer. Yeah. Well. What the fuck did cripples ever do for them? Fucking suck my dick. You know what the fuck you ever do for me? They can't serve. They don't let them serve. They don't let them serve in the arm. So what the fuck, you know? Right? Yeah. <laughs> The thing about Bob's Remus, Sergeant Slaughter, is that he whips ass. You know who doesn't whip ass? The American uh, Imperial State? Oh, fuck that. Yeah, fucking suck shit. Uh, yeah, it's not good. If he, I mean, also... Like, Here's the thing about that. Here's the thing. Bob Remus, not a real member of the military. So... I'll take him for it. We stand. Also, I will we say... We stand a fake military legend. Now, you can make the argument that it was bad because there are kids who joined the military because of him. But I just want to say, if you joined the military because Sergeant Slaughter told you to join the military, you're fucking stupid. I mean, I don't know. Listen, cartoons are compelling. <clears throat> and wrestling is compelling. And I don't know, you know. I, I bet Sarge was down with those kids. I think Sarge is probably proud to represent the military. <laughs> Without yeah. ever actually having to have served, he's and, an ally of and, the military. It, but I think that's kind of sick. Yeah, you 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 no. get all the glory without giving any back. You know? Oh fuck yeah, fuck serving. I don't want to do that. Bob Remus. Bob Remus. Well, <clears throat> I guess we kind of did it. Yeah, and you know what? I think we should say right now. Death. Death to, to America. America. Yeah. Bye, buddy. Have a happy fourth. I was thinking I might drive to Indiana and get some fireworks. Hell yeah. And set my fucking whole neighborhood on fire. <laughs> I was going to say, what, have you fucking blow your blow Jack's head off? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was going to be cool. No, listen, that kid's going to be shooting fucking Roman candles at his sister. No problemo. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. Oh, you are raising a pair of hardies, aren't you? Yeah. Well, no, I'm raising one hardy 
and uh, Pat Patterson. You're raising. I'm raising Pearl Patterson and Jack Hardy is what I'm doing. Oh, thank you for listening, folks. Bye.